You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode 100. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> where's, where's the lousy sound effects when you need them? The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency, and the Disney Vacation Experts. And also by the official ticket center. For tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates. And welcome to it, a jam-packed episode 100. On the heels of D23, the crew is all here. Carolyn. Hello. Hello. Cindy. Hello. Hello. Hi. Jason. Hey. Oh, jeez. Justin. Yes, hello. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here. There we go. Somebody gave some thought to it there. <laughs> well, That's just Justin showing us all up I again. know, as is, uh, as is kind of typical, isn't it? Teacher's there pet, he... teacher's pet. He's, he's uh, you know, trying to be the most loved person on the podcast, <laughs> I think. Just don't thing. want to be the most hated. Right, exactly. <laughs> then again, I can't embrace that. Yeah, I would embrace that. So we can that. take can a vote at the end. When you comment on this after it airs, <laughs> oh, is Justin no. your most loved or most hated? Oh, no. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, I did. No. I, I am okay with being the villain. <laughs> oh, goodness. The villains get the chicks. So <laughs> it is episode 100. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. Uh, and... Uh, it wouldn't be complete without a shout out of the uh, the other podcasters who have joined us over the years who have either moved on or uh, have limited time to only show up occasionally, including uh, Carol, Melanie, Gary, Christine, Jeff from way back when, and also Ian, who of course is oh, not around and, again. And we used to have the Magical Journeys girls and, sometimes. Well, that's true. Nancy has been on in the past as well. And, uh, I mean, if you want to count that, we've had uh, deep, uh, the moms from the moms panel as well. But, but uh, And did, yeah. we say, did, did we say Michael? And Michael, Michael Montanez. Michael, well, yes. Michael is just a regular, you know, so it's almost yeah. like he's here that's in true. spirit. Um, but he will be back, uh, I believe, on the next podcast. Uh, according be to back. According to Michael, we're going to make sure and tape when he can be on uh, next time. But uh, the reason why uh, we had to tape tonight and leave folks like Michael and Ian out, um, unfortunately, is or fortunately, is because there was uh, a ton, a ton of announcements at really the, what happened. I missed at the D two three Expo. Um, well, in, you're uh, in luck in Cali. Yeah, yeah. Just stand by, because we've got some news for you then, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. So, uh, wait, hold on. This just in, in in honor of Michael Montanez. There was a lot of news covered. And uh, probably, we're just going to jump right into this, because if we don't, we're not going to fit it all in one podcast. There's so much content here that uh, we'll barely get into a single podcast podcast now watch that like 50 minutes later we'll be done and like have nothing to say but um no because we usually have nothing to talk about and it goes two hours that's so true. now we have stuff yeah. to talk yeah. about Lord knows and we're gonna how have to gonna be. try and keep it under uh two hours so 
Let's jump right into the Magic Kingdom. And uh, for that, we go to our intrepid reporter, Jason, who uh, is is going to be our host for the for the coming All right. uh, things to the Magic Kingdom. What what do we, what do yep. they have on tap, Jason? So for the Magic Kingdom, uh, first thing to probably comment on, uh, rumors were flying, as was commented on the boards, I think leading up to D23, that the Speedway was very likely to close. This is true. As a result of some additions. Yep. Uh, they announced that D23, uh, that will not be the case. Uh, they are still building the Tron uh what is it called? It's not light Tron's cycle. light cycle. Thank you. Yeah. Tron light cycle run from Shanghai Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll go uh, sort of next to Spaceship Earth. Uh, no, kind of behind Space oh. Mountain. Space Sorry, Mountain. Space Mountain. <laughs> Wrong park, Jason. Wrong park. All right, you're fine. Jason, you're falling apart. Come on, get it together. Oh, that was good while well lasted. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't gotten, <laughs> hadn't had much sleep with all these announcements recently. Jason lives uh, for this kind of stuff. So, so to the left of some space-related uh, attraction at, uh, in the Magic Kingdom. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it looks from the concept art, maybe it'll be smaller than the Shanghai version, but that's hard to tell. Right. Uh, it also does show the railroad going through the facade. Uh, much like Shanghai, it shows kind of the open-air facade. Uh, speaking of Michael, he posted pictures uh, yep. a while back of that. Yeah, uh, he did. So we- Available on Intercot mm-hmm. for your reference. Yep. Uh, so that was kind of the main uh, announcement. So for... this is a huge deal. I mean, yeah. before oh, we yeah. gloss over this, okay? I mean, everyone had talked about that ride, and you know, the, as far as that park goes, some you know some of the best guest satisfaction numbers, and folks are going batty about it. And you know, for for us in past podcasts, we kept saying, you know, gosh, if it would if it would come, that'd be great because you know, a lot of us will never ever make it over there um to see it in person won't be as lucky as michael um to do that so i mean this is a huge deal however it does beg the question of course i mean again you know you're basing a ride around tron i mean great movie in my eyes and everything but commercially the first movie didn't do that great i mean although it was a huge um step forward i guess in the terms of used computer animation and and things like that even in the most basic ways but then the uh, the remake you know just did okay at the box office so while i'm very excited especially as a tron uh, addict myself uh i you know you still get a little surprised that um they're theming I, a major attraction. I think, attraction. though, that people, like, I've never seen either movie. I got the gist of it. They are all sort of living in a computer program. Sort of and there's lots of neon and... glowy. And they ride these motorcycles in straight 90-degree roads in the computer. Right. That's all I know, and... and I'm probably way wrong anyways. But I think that because it's such a unique-looking visual thing, mm-hmm. that that's all people would care about like if you like yeah. tron this is like wow it's tron yay but anybody else it's just like cool glowy thing <laughs> I never know. That's, that's the camp i'm in because i don't know it so i mean yeah if they want to have like a little pre-show that goes into the whole backstory about living in the what is in it even computer. called 
Well, they're in a computer. On the, on the grid. On the, on the grid, grid exactly. that's right. I've heard, okay, I've heard that before. So, Caroline, yeah, anytime they want to you want, you, you can come by and play my uh, Tron arcade <laughs> cabinet that I have out in my garage. Okay, cool. So, full size. Yes, I, I guess it should be somewhat clarified that this could just be the writing, but the official announcement did just call it a Tron-themed attraction. They didn't actually call it the Light Cycle Run. Uh, from Although Shanghai. It looks exactly but it like looks it. exactly yes. like it. So not sure if they're just being coy there. Um but uh I haven't it seen certainly the movies looks either, like but I've seen the videos of the ride and I wanna do that ride. Yeah. I want to ride that ride over and over again. Cindy? Yeah. Well I'm with Justin, but and I also think because I haven't seen the movies either. Sorry, John. <laughs> That's, I, feel, yeah, I, mean, I feel like I should know. bow my head in shame because I know you love those movies. I, um, I mean, you know. I, but I want to ride the ride too, but I'm thinking too. I mean, obviously they've planned this way ahead of time, but hasn't Animal Kingdom and Pandora kind of proven now with its first weekend and still the hype for it that if you give people a cool ride, they're going to come and ride it even if they don't have a clue what the story is about. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, say John, so. you haven't seen Avatar, yeah. and you enjoyed the uh, rides. This is true. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're talking about a movie from 10 years ago compared to a movie from 30 years ago. Well, but... I mean, not the most recent one, though. Well, true. I mean, yeah. there, there, was a, there was Jeff, a sequel. Jeff Bridges, the Hyundai Sonata. The dude. The dude. <laughs> the dude of eyes, dude. Yeah. The dude. The dude of lights. I, but, like, as I say, it's so pretty looking pretty's maybe visual. not the word but it's yeah. glowy and pretty yeah. and just cool looks neat then like i mean for all people know that don't know the movie it uh, space yeah. doesn't have a story and it just looks cool and feels cool when you're riding it so that's fine and yeah i mean it's such a unique attraction too i think people are just going to want to ride something like that that you don't i mean you don't see a motorcycle style roller coaster like that at you know, your local Six Flags or No, I mean, I've been, wishing, been going to IAPA for years and had wished that somebody would actually do that. And that kind of ride was always in Roller Coaster Tycoon that you could build. Yeah. But but you never actually saw it used. The steeplechase. So. I know, whatever. the steeplechase. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I guess that really was at Coney Island back in the... Back in the day. Early days of amusement parks. Yeah, yes. and, and, and you knew ride manufacturers actually were, were still building that type of ride because you'd see them every year, but nobody ever put them in. So actually, it's yeah. really kind of cool. So Tron coming behind the Speedway. Speedway stays. Yes, yes. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. Did you guys look at the concept art? So the concept art looks like they're maybe going to do something eventually. Well, that's the thing. I had a good close look at that, John. And Well, for one thing, where you see Space Mountain and then you see the Tron Cycle ride thingy <laughs> beside it. Right. The, the front of Space Mountain, like where the current store is that used to be the arcade there, right. that's all been in the concept art it's all white again sort of like the 1980s all white spacey tomorrowland so i don't know if that's just the concept art and they just didn't bother to paint in the way it actually looks right now but that looks cool and then the speedway instead of having like the the walls that have that the make graphics. it look like you're on Right. Yeah, like yeah. the concrete walls. There's just like a lot of trees and bushes yeah. and flowers right. all around. It looked a lot more Autopia-like. Right? Yeah. In that sense. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. So, I mean, you know, being a fan of the Speedway, and I, I honestly would have been, 
I, I know we've had some debates back and forth and, uh, you know, folks on the discussion boards and on our Facebook have, have talked back and forth, but I, I still think it's a quite unique thing for, for people, you know, kids. They could just throw some neon cars. like ground effects lights under those cars so and then it would just look really effects. neat. Dr- <laughs> like up. riding up against the Pimp Toronto my ride. Yes. Yeah. I could... I mean, I can see that. I, I think there are things that could be done to, to really uh, improve the ride. Or, you know, you move to electric cars or something or hydrogen fuel car, cars or something, you know? Yeah. Well with, yeah. well, with the Tron, I mean, they should really neon the whole area. I would agree. Yeah. I'd I like mean, to the see whole the neoning of be... the re-neoning of Tomorrowland. Right. Uh, kind of like Radiator Springs, how yep. that's all neon. Just or, it all. or because or. they are adding another thrill ride that short people like children can't ride what if the speedway became like a mini tron ride that little kids can ride hmm. you know nah. called chloe intercot consulting yep i called it um an- another in- interesting comment from the boards was where it's being built uh, how visible they'll be from like the contemporary because uh, yeah. the way you can see space mountain right now from there but it fits. So that's another that makes sense, yeah. Though. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll look very contemporary, probably more so than the actual hotel itself. If but, we, well, if you uh, remember, contem- right? Contemporary was part of the uh, the Tomorrowland skyline. Yep. Yep. Anyway, to begin with, so them being able right. to see that would be yeah. I think it's quite welcome, as it were. So um, yeah, good stuff. What else is happening at the uh, Magic Kingdom? So, also the Magic Kingdom, they are going to expand Main Street USA. Uh, so, uh, what appears to be along what's called the bypass, uh, I don't know if there's really an official name for it, uh, but if anyone's ever been to the Magic Kingdom during a very busy time, right. uh, you may have been rerouted back uh, kind of right to the right as you turn into the park and then dropped off by the Tomorrowland Terrace or Noodle Station whatever it may have been called at the time. Uh, so along that bypass where they have a, a little bit of some expansion room, they're going to build a theater, uh, which will be an homage to Walt Disney's Kansas City days. Uh, it'll be the Willis Theater, uh, as it was would have been found in 1920s Kansas City. And they will use that to bring shows to the park similar uh, to what they do at the Hyperion Theater at Disney California Adventure. Uh, so kind of those large stage shows um, they will be bringing their potentially Frozen might be the first one. Hmm. If that's what's official, I think that's what's currently a California adventure. They didn't really announce what shows would be coming there first, but uh, that will give them the ability to do that. Now, with that bypass, um, it sort of starts up near the Plaza restaurant and the noodle station <laughs> and then comes out by Tony's Town mm-hmm. Square. Yep. But a few people were wondering if they're going to extend Center Street so that it can also pop out by that theater because it seems to be if you if you like does everybody know what Center Street is what I mean yeah where is they used the to street? sell the flowers is that the it's street like, like when you're walking up? up main yeah okay. walking up Main Street the one USA next to Uptown Jewelers yes yeah. and, okay and if you go back there you can hear the kid having their piano lessons and stuff. right right if okay. they knock out the the dead end of that road. The theater would be right, like yeah. at at that end of the street. Pretty, it so looks like it'd be pretty three, close. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have like three entrances to get back there. That's certainly a possibility. Yeah. 
And then they, like, I've been there when it's so busy that they even have a bypass on the other side of Main Street USA. Have you guys ever been back there? I've gone there through a tour, but never, you know, being. Yeah, they, yeah I've been they back there us, on the tour. Yeah. Right. They've led us through there a couple times. You have to kind of go behind the seating area for Casey's Corner. Yeah. Okay. And then you end up out by the fire by station. The, yeah, it's like, and you see the Jungle Cruise boat. Yes. Yeah. 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 They've they've led us through there. So this is the other side of the street, though. Hmm. There's like a. I think they'll be building this on top of like part of a cast parking lot. Is what is what is there currently? Yeah. Yeah. So there will be. If you look at where that is, it's a little bit off center from Center Street, I think. But um, it's kind of that area, just to give you an idea where the theater will be. I remember we did a tour once, um, and before they were using that bypass for overflow, you know, when it was really busy, and back there was just a parking lot. So yeah. that they, they might yeah. just they, be doing they've that. They've themed then. it up a little bit. Like, they painted mm-hmm. yes. the backside of the Main Street buildings to look like just brick and stuff. Because right. I know last year when we went in for the Mickey's Not So Scary, they directed you in that way. And right. you got yep. your first little treat there, and then you went into the park. They didn't let you go into Main Street proper. Yep. Yeah, they really started using it last year. Uh, there was a lot of permits filed and construction to theme up that area. Um, so this was something, adding something like this was rumored at the time, but it, it's taken until now to announce it. Hmm. Is that also where the um, that express bus – oh, no, that goes out by, um, by the Buzz Lightyear meet. And green. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus that you pay for that's back that way. That's not over there. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm all for adding new things and it not killing some old things. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that is a kind of a true expansion. Yeah, it was funny when I first looked at the concept art. It looked like it was right where Tony's restaurant and um, what's that? Um, the the Mickey and Princess meet and greet there. I was like, Town they can't Square be taking Theater. that Town Square thing. I couldn't think of the name of it. Uh, I was like, they can't be taking that out. But then as you right. read more, but the concept art looked just like there. So it was now, very because good. they're adding a new kind theater, though. There, though. Right. right. Because they're adding a new theater. Do you think they'll change the name of the town square theater? Because it's not really used as a theater. Mm. Or will there just there could be more than one theater Two theaters. in the town? <laughs> Well, it, what's it actually going to be called? It's going to be called the uh, Willis Wood Theater. Okay, so well, that's what it's it being theater. modeled. That's what's being modeled after. Um, right. They didn't say if it would actually have that name or not. Right. But gotcha. that's the facade that they're uh, mimicking. So it'll be interesting to see whether, if they do extend out Main Street into backstage areas, whether they right. theme. You know those areas now. I would imagine yeah. you would. Um, yeah. And so your main street's just going to get bigger. Yep. Yeah, well, that's I fine. Because it kind That'd of be makes sense. Larger. They were supposed to be larger. making that area look more attractive because right. they've been using it so much. Right. So yeah. if they're already making it more attractive and they've been working on that, it kind of makes sense. You plop a building back there, and you've already started making that a path. Right. Yeah. yeah that was some kind of the... in a different direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cast were sort of speculating that when they started to do that, but there really wasn't any concrete evidence until now that that is the the master plan for that area. Now it's a full downtown core. Yep. Cool. So, uh, so that is talking about one iconic theater. We can segue over to another iconic theater that is changing. Yeah, I'm a little sad about that. 
So the Chinese theater at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is getting a new uh, tenant on the inside. No, not is Hollywood. That... Not Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Epcot. Isn't it Epcot? What? Oh, you're well, thinking. When, I'm talking about the new China move. You you're going to, to Hollywood. You went to a different. Okay, yeah, 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 he went to a different um, park. The He's theaters. not following your script, different... Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm going I was off script and wrote. Chinese theater. I was thinking totally different. We'll get to oh, that. Oh, well, you, were, you have Epcot <laughs> in the brain. Oh, you, you, were, you were thinking of China. You were thinking of Mulan. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, all right, studios. We're in the studios so, now. Now at the studios. All right. Now. Okay. Um, so, inside the Chinese theater, right now people know that to be the home of the great movie ride. Um, starting very soon, that will no longer be the case. Uh, that is closing August 13th, 2017. So, uh, very, so very close. Are, uh, very close. Right. That, was, that was very shocking. Right. Uh, so great movies are out, uh, but on the plus side for some, Mickey and Minnie are in. Um, it'll be a new attraction called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, or excuse me, Runaway Railway. Uh, it'll be taking you inside a all brand new Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse short, uh, where Goofy will be the engineer of a uh, train ride gone awry. Um, so. Just to understand, the theater itself is staying there? Yes. Right. That is the, the current. So they're going to use the existing building. and Right. And uh, a little unusual, though, in the Mickey that they're using, right? They're using the... Is a new. The new, new Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, that is yeah. the current Mickey they're using in various uh, shorts they've been producing for the Disney Channel. Right. So it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like a hybrid Mickey Mouse. It's kind of a throwback to the original pie-eyed Mickey, but more of a contemporary way of drawing him. Hmm. Um, and may have a lot of like copyright things to do with it because uh, they can they can hold copyrights longer on the newer newer designs. Uh, I think like at... Goofy, Goofy looks like his very old-timey Goofy, and he looks scruffier like yeah said, i don't like... i don't really like the the new goofier donald the way they're drawing it personally but um <laughs> well the whole cartoon's weird they, they move really fast they're very yeah. like really bendy and wiggly and oh. it's, it's crazy it's not gonna be like a mickey through the years kind of ride it's right. gonna be just this it's like you are plopped down in the middle of this uh short so i would assume with the theater facade still being there uh it'll go something like you go through the queue and then at some point you actually go inside a picture uh, that's being shown uh that seems like a fairly plausible storyline um they were a little scarce on the details of what type of ride uh, it would be uh, so right now it is it's being speculated to be a trackless ride system uh, that blends both physical sets and uh, screens with it um, they only describe it as an incredible dimensional experience is the most uh, detailed description mm. I read something that said a two, two and, and a half, half D, D. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. So not quite that's three that's when they announced it they yeah. said it was going to be very exciting. You know what I thought, though, is do you guys remember, because I know it's kind of a waste, but um, sometimes when we're at Epcot, have you gone to the Pixar animation short? Yes. yes. Well, I mean, I say Pixar, but it's not really Pixar. So one of the things that they have there is they have the Mickey Mouse short that they did before Frozen, Get a Horse. Yep. Right. 
And when the last time we went and saw it, because we, you know, had to burn a fast pass on something, right? Right. Um, I, I did was, the same thing. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's a theater show and not a ride, but I was amazed by the reaction to that because, you know, you're in the seats and the seats move a little bit and there's the stuff and people loved, loved it. And I'm thinking that maybe that's kind of where this idea came from because it's kind of a similar running around crazy the cartoon comes through the screen type of thing but in mm. this case we're going in through the screen to be in the movie instead of the movie coming out to us yeah, yeah I mean, is it also good concept. this is the first mickey uh, ride correct that's correct yeah. yeah so i mean in all these years we haven't had a mickey mouse ride other yeah. than yeah ride wise i mean attraction right. wise right. Mickey's still har magic and, and the right. uh, mickey yeah. mouse review and right yep. yeah i was actually reading now. something else and they said uh it's not going to be a small attraction and it's going to be game changing so i mean huh? they're really <laughs> pumping this up so game right. changer i mean it will story and, and oh and the key thing a new singable singable theme song. Oh, yeah, that's they right. Else you get stuck in your head. Oh boy. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy. I mean, it will be their marquee attraction. So, and yeah. as some people argue too, you know, if it is going to be Disney's Hollywood Studios, or there are also rumors of a name change to potentially Disney's Hollywood Adventure, um, you would think you would want a marquee Disney attraction. I mean, it's not yeah. the MGM Disney MGM Studios anymore. So, uh, they're trying they allegedly are trying to remove a lot of third-party IP from their parks, um, despite, you know, that giant new Avatar land they just opened <laughs> that's owned by Lightstorm. Maybe, <laughs> but, maybe they'll uh, buy that that, that aside, pay no attention to that. Uh, it's just so funny how, you know, Hollywood Studios, or whatever it's going to be called, has been geared the last couple of years to Pixar and uh, Star Wars, and now all of a sudden, we have a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, you know, that's going to be their marquee attraction, so... No, I like that. I mean, I uh, no, I love if it. You have to, just... If you have to pick something to be a marquee attraction, it probably should be Mickey Mouse. I would assume. Right. I mean, he's is he still on top of the pole at the beginning uh, at the beginning of the park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still up there, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so can like can I roads. can I state the obvious? Because we're talking about this right now, and you it, we talked about how soon this is going to close. Yep. What the heck are you paying for to go in that park right now? I mean, yeah. seriously, once that closes, Star Tours. Holy shikies. Well, Star Tours. That, that does relate Star to Tours. another Four. announcement they made. Um, yeah. So they did finally confirm, because it had gone on for a long time without an announcement, mm -hmm. Toy Story Land will open summer of 2018. Right. So you're about a year um, So year you're about a year. I mean, if summer's May, right. um, you're probably a little under a year between those closings. The rumor was, because when this was all being rumored, that they would not close the great movie right until Toy Story Land opened, but that did not pan out. Obviously. I mean, that would have been a smart move, but that's yeah. just me. Well, the that's, way they moved they their seasons. Have their reasons. Yeah. The way they moved their seasons with, you know, Halloween, Mickey's Not So Scary, <laughs> starting in August, August, that could be February. You know, we'll start in summer. February now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so, speaking um, of theater changes, this yep. is just small, but um, the Muppets Theater they took down the normal yeah. sign that was out front, and they just put up a very generic-looking. You know, like the marquees outside of a movie theater that they have the slide-in kind of letters to put in the different movies that are showing. That's what the new Muppet Theater looks like on the outside. And they took down, like, the huge picture that had 
Fozzie and everybody above the door. So oh, wow. somebody, I mean, this is not based on anything, but somebody mentioned something that I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Is like, are they just putting this up as like a temporary thing and then they're going to change what's in that building? But I don't know. I hope no, I, I hope not. I, I like I like it was puppets. just part of the retheming of that area because they, they seem to be doubling down on that whole area as a new Muppet themed section of the park. Um, you can see above the construction walls that they've left part of the streets of America over to like the right side of that area. So the speculation was they wanted to look more like a, a true theater and not just an attraction. Because so I think they took down the um, didn't the hot air balloon come down maybe about yeah. six months ago. So they seem to be kind of getting rid of the. I don't, I don't know how many people will remember the original promotion with Kermit actually landing that hot air balloon on the building and sort of taking it over. It was started as like a Muppet sort of takeover of that of that area. So I think now they're trying to make it more of just like a like a Muppets themed themed area. Yeah, and those those buildings, Streets of America buildings, they've repainted them to look like like a blue building and a green building. Like they look Sesame Streetish as opposed right. to just a dirty right. New York. So, I mean, I think with the Rizzo's restaurant opening and Mama the Melrose, Melrose? Mama yes. it's still kind of rumored to become some sort of another Muppet Muppet theme. Um, I think they're I think they're going to keep that in there for a little while at least. Hope so. And maybe there'll be some more updates to it though. And then we have a new land that's named after a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the other, uh, I think oh. the only other main <laughs> studios wow. announcement was that the long-named Star Wars land, very generic, uh, at they said at both coasts, which actually surprised me, uh, will be called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, presented by Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> is it, yeah. it should be. No. It should be. <laughs> Boy, that is an awesome marketing opportunity right there. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I can see that at Hollywood Studios, but. I don't know. As a little bit of a Disney purist, having land at Disneyland with that kind of odd name now, I'm I don't know. Yeah, what it, 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 instead of doing Galaxy's Edge, wouldn't it have been better if they just called it Star Wars Edge of the Galaxy or something, just to kind of not do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's or, it's it's not being very well received on the interwebs so far, from what I've what I've read. Um, I don't know how many marketing groups they passed that one through, but but let's be honest, whatever you call it, like they call it Pandora, the world of Avatar. No, everybody just call it Avatar Land. It's right. just going to be Star Wars. Land. It's just going to be Star Wars Land. Let's be yeah, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. how many lands have a colon and an apostrophe in their name? I mean, that's just getting a little a little silly at that point. Too much punctuation. I think marketing one hundred and one is simple, simple, simple. So if you build it, they will come. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> See. Yeah, this one I think they will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so they did say 20, 2019 opening date, but they did specify it'll be first in Disneyland, then at Hollywood Studios. So they didn't specify when in 2019. Sloppy seconds. Yeah, but uh, there has been some pictures going around of the construction mm-hmm. that. It was just like the steel frame of a building, and you could tell they had to build two at at ats ats yes yeah inside the building before they could build the building. 
So right. there's like these skeleton at ats inside that are huge. Like they go right up to the ceiling of this shell of a building the, that's around. Yeah, that's it. been noticed on both coasts. Um, again, kind of reinforcing that these will be somewhat cloned lands of each other. Which I don't know. I think it's a little disappointing. I would think you would want at least some minor differences between the two two areas. Hmm. We we've talked in the past about you know cloning things internationally just because of the you know some travel it's opportunities the distance, yeah, exactly. inside the u.s I, eh, yeah I would like to see the unique stamp put on each each one of them something different right yeah um so again nothing really all that new was announced for the land itself um just reinforced a lot of what was already stated regarding the two attractions one will be a battle between the First Order and the Resistance, and the other will give you a chance to fly the Millennium Falcon. Um, so really Falcon. just the name, Falcon. <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> Depending on how you like to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the models were cool. Like the this, models, yeah, I was going to say the models the released. So that's, uh, that is on the intercom boards. You can see some close-ups of the models that were released. There was a massive model presented at D23. Um, we had at least one Intercotty there, got to see it in person. Uh, Chris, who is two Epcot on the boards, got to see it. Uh, he actually posted that while he was in line, it got stopped so Josh Gad could get a close-up of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, was even, he was even intrigued. Hmm, so um, nice. we'll try to, I guess we'll try to hear from him when he's, when he's back about his experience there. But that model was, was the talk of the expo until... Uh, Saturday when they announced all of these other items. Um, so I guess before, staying with... Yeah, that, before we leave with Star Wars, there's a new resort. Yep. Oh, yeah. So that looks cool. Star Wars, um, they oddly left it out of the main announcement, but it came later. Um, so there's going to be a new program uh, called Disney 360 Vacations. Uh, which will be a goal to totally immerse guests uh, in a in their favorite stories for their whole vacation experience. And it ain't first way be they're cheap. going to do this. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> first way they're going to do this is going to be a Star Wars themed hotel uh, at Walt Disney World. Um, they're talking about it being totally immersive. Called Star um, Wars colon the hotel. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge Eight. Galaxy's Edge Hotel. Um, did they so announce like where the it was going to be? Cast members, what? Did they announce where it was going to be? No, and that's what's interesting. A lot of the assumption is somewhere near Hollywood Studios, but it's a very good point. There is little to no information on its actual location. See, that uh, would make sense. So it's probably going to be by the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Um. The assumption is it'll be near somewhere near the Star Wars land itself. Um, because I think there, they it was rumored early on there would be a private entrance to the land. Uh, oh. So essentially, you could go into the land directly from the hotel. Well, uh, all okay. the hotel cast so, will be in character the whole time you're there. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it here. So they do it Harry Potter style, right? So you, yeah. you go into a launch bay or whatever and get into your transport unit, right? And then much like kids look up the Logan's run, the series, like the little transport vehicles that they had <laughs> very obscure reference, but I have the DVDs. So uh, you get in these little things that are essentially minivans that are ground level. They pump up 
and they kind of had little skirts on it to make it look like it's floating and they go out there, but you just have windows, right? And you're just seeing screens and yep. stuff like that. And then you pull in to the real thing and backstage somewhere and you get out and you're in another launch bay and now you're in star Wars land. Because part of what makes this hotel different than just being (laughs) different than being like just a Star Wars theme hotel is it's like you're booking a cruise. It's immersive. And you can only like you can't. I just want to go from like a Tuesday to a Friday. No, you can only go and check in on the days that your cruise essentially is departing. So they will be a two night. Um excursion but you're not really going anywhere that you check into your hotel and everybody else is checking into the hotel same time as you and then they give you a storyline that you essentially live with for the next two days right they're saying that it's going to be cough cough $650 a night per person I could see that but that it's sort of hard to tell if that includes your food the way it is. Like wardrobe and everything yeah. too. I mean, or you're, they, you're they gonna... made a big deal out of the like the cantina in some of the releases. So I think it would include food. So then, yeah, well, I what would about think wardrobe? That there has there. to be some. I mean, you're not going. Maybe. You're not going to the Galaxy Outpost with an Aerosmith T-shirt on or something, you know? Or, yeah, or, or that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah and then. They showed pictures of the room, and your window isn't really a window. It's like a window. It's a magic porthole. So it's, yeah. it's a window. Right. You're just looking into outer space. <laughs> like the rooms, we were joking online that it, the beds do not look comfortable. The, I'm I sure was going to say will that be. the beds look awful. It, you, this is not about comfort. It's like about living on a space station. Yeah, yeah, like the way that the bed is. The way the bed's laid out, it looks like a hard slab, and then they literally have a picture of a, like a f- orange fleece blanket, yeah, rolled up at the end of, like if it's a double sized bed, then there's two, and it's rolled up at the bottom of the bed with like a buckle that holds your blanket together, kind of like, you know, you gotta pass inspection in the morning when your <laughs> lieutenant comes in, and then they have, in the wall. Like two bunk beds sort of sunken into the wall yeah, for like, like on a submarine or something. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah, it is neat Fair looking. Athletic. I'm sure the beds yeah. will be fine. I mean, but like I said, I, I mean, you're not going to be able to be taken out of the world and popped onto a Disney right. bus. There has to be some way to get you over there that is, yep. you know, whether it, either it's attached or it's they have some sort of transport vehicle. I mean, otherwise. That completely blows it. If I got, if I got, if I'm in my Jedi outfit and I got to step on a bus to go, right. <laughs> I mean, just to get. I right wonder off if they're gonna stage, have ain't gonna make like sense. a almost. You were saying like cruises, like a theme thing. Yeah. One time it'll be uh, the uh, first order story, and then mm-hmm. the other time you go, it'll be the re- uh, rebellion story or the Jedi story. Right. You know that would actually be uh, pretty interesting, yeah. instead mm-hmm. of it just being you know a standard story. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. So, well, I mean, we'll have to see how it all shakes out. But uh, um, very interesting concept. Um, and I could yeah, see Yeah, it's them... interesting. And, I mean, it, that's going to be pretty expensive for, like, a family of four. I'm not saying my family wouldn't do it, but I can see a lot of people like my husband just going and doing it by themselves. Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. It's going to be, like, a lot of middle-aged men. So you're saying nerds. Yeah, basically. But... That's all right. <laughs> he's I mean, he's totally like a nerd. 
Yeah, yeah but like, can totally, I use my DVC points to transfer into the uh, the place, please? <laughs> can I use my DVC, please, please? There's no DVC in outer space. <sighs> uh, Not yet. No discount for you. Are there any other uh, Hollywood Studios uh, things coming? Uh, no, that was it for the studios because they already had the a lot of the Star Wars land. Right. Well, I'm refusing to call it Galaxy's Edge was uh, was announced. Um, but speaking of DVC, that's a good segue. Right. Ding, ding, uh, ding. So also, and amongst this <laughs> avalanche of announcements, they mm-hmm. announced the 15th DVC resort. Uh, or uh, It'll be at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be called Disney's Riviera. Um, I'm kind of half wondering if that's still a tentative name. Um, we were uh, mentioning before with Disney's Vacation Club, they have to be very careful about what they state early on before things go on sale due to Florida timeshare rules. So right. the whole release was written as, well, it's planning on doing this, and mm-hmm. this will be planned. So it releases a lot of plans. But uh, it was a fall 2019 opening, uh, and it is going to be built, it appears, based on some other descriptions, although they did not state it specifically on top of the recently raised uh, Caribbean beach resort villages. Uh, so uh, it was Barbados and about half of Martinique. Those buildings have been completely leveled, um, including all the foliage and the parking lots. Uh, so it's just a big pile of dirt right now. And that appears to be where they are going to be building this, this resort. Uh, so we talked about this a couple podcasts back. Uh, it will be a singular multi-story building. Uh, there is concept art of it on the uh, boards. Um, it wasn't getting the most positive reviews, uh, I guess, aesthetically. Uh, kind of the comments where it looked very boring. Uh, which Riviera are they talking about was another question. Um, they didn't, uh, some people were hypothesizing it's going to be the Mexican Riviera to try to tie it into the Caribbean. But I still think that those people need a globe at that point. It's kind of. <laughs> well, I know there's a couple of. There's a couple of Ocean and the Caribbean Sea are a, a little separated. There's a couple but... of uh, hotels in um, the um, Jamaica named uh, Riviera. You know, well, uh, Sandals the, has I mean, a Riviera. Just, could just be Riviera, a, then. You know, just be a name. Riviera. So before um, they weren't very clear on that. So before the show, Jason, not to interrupt you too much, but uh, uh, we asked folks uh, on Facebook to send in questions and things like that relating to all the announcements. And Chris Smith asked uh, or said that I'm most curious slash concerned about the effects of Riviera DVC plus Skyliner, which is another thing we need to get to here on the Caribbean beach resort. Will this elevate the moderates price availability or category? Will Riviera and CBR guests be sharing any services? How will they separate the resorts physically or will they at all? Meaning will they be purposefully hidden or purposefully integrated? Um, I mean, Riviera is literally on the CBR uh, property. So many implications. We can only speculate. So first of all, the other thing that we didn't mention is that the you know the gondola system right. being called what what are they called the, the Skyliner the Disney Skyliner. Skyliner yep yes so which Jeez. will connect Epcot Hollywood Studios Caribbean Beach Resort Pop and Art of Animation, Art of Animation. I think I got them all right 
Yeah, with yeah, that's, the International that's, Gateway and Hollywood Studios, yes. Yeah, that's actually how the Riviera Resort location was kind of revealed, because they didn't actually mention that, but they kind of gave it away when they said it would be on the Disney Skyliner loop. Right. Uh, so at that point, that lined up with the mystery stop on the loop and the construction permits. Yep. Um, Which we've been so, talking about for a while. Now, right, so the they will share that. They will share that transportation. Uh, mm-hmm. But right now, it looks like both resorts would have their own separate stops on the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's actually, I, I posted a map here just before we started taste, uh, taping here. on the in the If you go to the Disney Vacation Club forum on Intercot, uh, you'll see the map drawn out, kind of drawing what could be the boundaries of the two resorts. Uh, they would have to move the Customs House, uh, currently at Caribbean Beach, uh, which they may be doing. They're doing a lot of construction on the Port Royal Center of Town. Right. Uh, I think Cindy saw that here recently. So it's very plausible that they'll move the check-in to there. And then that would give them a uh, two pretty distinct, although very adjacent, uh, areas to kind of separate the two the two resorts. I mean, it's something we speculated on for a while about about the implications regard to categories of resorts and right. We still and this is even lending more credibility to the thought that maybe traditional resort categories are kind of going by I the wayside like, at some point because yeah, they're adding a DVC, but for the rest of us Joe Blows that are just staying at Caribbean Beach in a normal hotel room. The room size is the same. Everything you're offering is the same except for the gondola. So I think it'll still be a moderate, but a more, a little more expensive moderate. with better transportation. Yeah, Yeah, like moderate plus, but it's not going, it's not going to go up to being a full deluxe resort. Right. The rooms just aren't that big enough. They're they're adding a lot to Caribbean Beach, though, as part of these renovations. I think they're adding a whole new table service restaurant, like a new Mm -hmm. shopping village. So that that could help boost that property. The the two I really wonder about, there were Art of Animation and Pop Century. I think they are only getting, unless there's going to be more renovations there, they're just getting this connection. Um, so that would be kind of, kind of interesting. But they'll still be, they'll still be value resorts. I'm just saying that like, it's still considered a value, but like a value plus. So you get like, instead of a hundred dollars a night at the all-stars, you might pay $140 a night. It will be interesting though, because like right now the monorail loop resorts are kind of all in about the same price range. Your Crescent Lake resorts are about all in the same price range. So this would be kind of the first sort of connected loop that maybe they, they wouldn't be. I mean, I would, you would think the, you know, for someone not in DVC, the Riviera would be the most expensive and then probably Caribbean beach and then the, the two values, but that'll kind of be a little, a little different than what they've done in the past. A little confusing. Yeah. I definitely think, well, I, I mean, you, you know, you think about it now, our art of animation right now, uh, as compared with pop, there is a, price difference and room differentiation, mm-hmm. but they're yeah. still in the same category. So to Carol, Carolyn's point, maybe that's yeah, well, yeah, we're I looking just at a higher end today. of the mid range category. I just checked today for, um, run I caught in January mm-hmm. and I was just, it's just me coming down. So I was thinking oh, I'll just stay at one of the values, but the difference between like art of animation and I think all-star music or something I was looking at, mm-hmm. Art of Animation was three hundred and something a night. Mm-hmm. All Star Music was one forty. 
Like that's a big jump. And it well, wasn't, you, it wasn't a was multi. Was that for the family suite or was that? Yeah, I don't you, know. I just I scrolled right past it, but I had put yeah, in like had only one person. Because if you and put it, it was for, like it was like um, from three hundred and something a night. So I well, that may be that the, all that's left. So yeah. oh maybe yeah, I think maybe I think, I think to, yeah everybody's point I think you basically that probably is the family suite because I, I, I don't Auto think the space rooms so. go for that yeah the base yeah, rooms is a little mermaid difference because I've stated that when I've looked at them like usually when it's kind of off season you can get all stars is like around 115 and you'll be at maybe 140 for a little mermaid room but then yeah then you jump up usually to between 350 and 400 for the suites okay well then that must have been what it was but it, yeah because yeah, it had just said like rooms from <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy moly i'm That's not all that was you. left for you know what too kellen when i have quoted there if you're doing it on the disney site it even if they have mermaid rooms it always defaults to the suites that's I, what they yeah, give you, that's what they give you first and you have to yeah. go in and pick the okay that's good to know well, then I'll, you know I'll who could probably help book. you out Magical, Magical journeys. journeys. I think you're right. Well, as I say, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have booked it on <laughs> yeah. the Disney website anyway. I was just kind of like spitballing. Well, how much is a night here and there? Yeah. Of course, oh. none of us, Justin, would ever book on the Disney website. That's silly we're all talk. Harder than that. No but of some course. of us do like to poke around there to get yeah, an idea. Yeah, to get an idea of what you're going to be paying right. at a certain time. Absolutely. So always talk uh, with Nancy uh, and the girls. Yeah. Now, was I the only one who connected the Skyliner to the old Viewliner at Disneyland? Yes. I want to throw that out there. Okay. For me, because I did, but because I'm not a Disneyland girl. I mean, you you've got much more Disneyland experience than me. I'm an East Coast yeah. girl, so. I, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but uh, kind of a, it was a very original um, Tomorrowland attraction at Disneyland. It's very I think futuristic. It was, yeah. It was like the oh. rail. It was the railroad of the future. Oh, so we won't turn this into a Disneyland history podcast. Okay. So that'll As opposed to the highway in the sky. Yeah, as opposed to the highway in the sky. That'll that'll be later. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of transportation options, uh, there will be another new transportation option they announced. What? Yes. Okay. Are you ready Mini for Uber. it? All Hold right. on. This this pun may rock you. Uh oh. They they are going to have minivans. Which will be vans Ford as Minnie Mouse with a Minnie Mouse in the teeth. Uh, so I guess that is their kind of their attempt to get back some of the people using Uber. Um, but I don't I don't think it's really the main Uber service though. I think they're going after like isn't there like an Uber van or something? Yeah, uh, like what is it? Other services, Uber pool or Uber, yeah, or Uber, something. yeah. That seems to be what they're going going at, though. Is can I there ask a, a way? No, <laughs> go ahead, John. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, can I ask a question on this because I saw the the concept or whatever from Honda, you know, with the polka dot van with the big bow on top. They're not all gonna look like have the bow on top. No, right? the bow was no, just for the D twenty three. Are they gonna yeah. be? I think they're going to be polka dotted, though. Yeah. Yep. But my question is, is there a rule? Because, like, Ian and I, we were talking. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to pay that much. Don't talk to Ian. He didn't want to be on the show tonight. so (laughs) He couldn't take time out. The the pricing is unnamed person from North Wales. Go ahead. (laughs) The pricing on the mini 
M-I-N-N-I-E, minivans. Right, minivans. Is expensive. Like, right. why would I pay that to just over an Uber? Right over to the over an Uber. Well, and the question is, can they? Like, is this a possibility? I don't know what the rules are, but are you allowed to say no Ubers or taxis anymore on Disney property? Well, that is private you property, right? You have to right? use this. I don't know. Well, I don't like, think the minivan no. minivans are that expensive. I mean, twenty dollars yeah. per trip per the car, and it holds up to eight people. So I mean, for the if, whole if, car, for the whole car. Right, but yeah, if it's, it's one person, you'd be trip. better off just getting a regular Uber at like probably seven or eight bucks, probably from a resort to a theme park. You know. True, but if you're down there with a bunch of people, maybe for some website's 20th anniversary party or something, and you all want to go somewhere. Really? When's get that in happening? I don't know. Sometime in October. Really? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, you all chip in two bucks a piece, basically. Yeah, that's you know, fine. Or three bucks a piece. Me, and, you know, well, if it's I just don't... you, obviously, sure. And I mean, if it's just me and even just my husband, like, can I just, can we just please just get an Uber and just go? Yeah. Like I don't want to spend started, all I think it's very this month also this tra- this uh service. Yeah. They're starting. Since since Uber is uh they're incorporated or whatever as a ride sharing service, they get around a lot of those other laws and jurisdictions. I think it does vary a little bit by state to state and city by city, but I know like Lyft has more issues cuz they actually are incorporated as like a transportation service. Since Uber is, I think, just a ride-sharing hmm. service. Yeah, and it would be around a lot It would of be stuff hard to police that because how do right. you know that the guy driving yeah. you in? You yeah. just say, "Oh no, this is my buddy Frank. He's right. just dropped exactly. me off." Uh, they they were kind of a little smart in that because some of their competitors did not set themselves up that way, and they're starting to hit a lot of restrictions. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. The more you know. True. And what I thought, though, is I had mentioned this to somebody because somebody said the same thing about Uber is that um, what those of you in more populated areas forget, there are a lot of us who don't have Uber where we live. And people may not be comfortable with that. And if you're a family and you want something where somebody's going to pick you up and you're not going to have to worry about are they going to have a car seat in the car? Right. And you don't want to get on the bus and you want a place to put your strollers and all that. This might be right up their alley. Like where I live, and I mean, I'm 45 minutes from a major metropolitan area, but we have very few Uber drivers in my area at yeah. all. Um, huh. So Yeah, same same here in my town. We would just call an ac- actual taxi company. Right. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to stop Uber, but I think there's a market for this that this That'd is be- going to work for. Yeah. I, I do wonder if that's going to affect their express service they just, you know, started. True. Um, but that is, since that is park to park, maybe not. They'll still run both. Because I think the there's been an age-old question on the discussion boards, you know, how do I get to my 8 a.m. character breakfast at such and such hotel? Yeah. So this, uh, really, until then, it was get your own car or a taxi. Uh, the more contemporary answer has been Uber. Uh, but now there will be the probably the minivan option as well, and I would I would think that's probably what they were going after because they can get some extra revenue and solve a problem that they created themselves. So that's a win-win for Disney. Hmm. Cool. So I think we wrap that, and we have another yeah. park to get to, don't we? We do. Yes. Uh, we saved probably some of the bigger news. <laughs> so. Epcot. 
Yes. <laughs> okay, there you go. Nice. <laughs> so back to the other theater we were kind of talking about. Um, so a while back, we posted on the boards, and I think even discussed, uh, there's a 5.7-acre construction site uh, that Disney just got permits to build on. Um, in, or I guess, near the current France Pavilion. So right. what has finally been announced is what they're doing with that. Um, as was speculated, uh, they will be bringing in the Ratatouille ride from uh, Walt Disney Studios in Paris. Um, nice. And some of the surrounding area. Uh, they did actually speak to that in the announcement that it would be the, because uh, uh, of Everyone's familiar with that, but there is sort of a whole new mini land they built around the attraction, uh, including a restaurant uh, where you dine at the size of Remy and his friends. Uh, it's kind of like you're dining in the restaurant they show at the end of the of the movie. Um, right. So they didn't say specifically if that restaurant would be coming or not, but they did say there'd be a new land uh, built around it. Uh, the concept art is a little confusing. Um <laughs> Because uh, it shows, if you're familiar with where the Eiffel Tower facade is, it shows them either, I guess, expanding back behind it. I guess what they're showing you is you're looking sort of out from the lagoon into the into the pavilion, I think. Okay. Um, or it's just a very artistic sort of uh, impressionistic rendering of it. Well, it is France. It is France. Well, after so, all, after it all it just seem to be building behind everything. Phone. Right, that's like, what it looks like. Is on the if you look at the construction permits which are posted, uh, they're right. actually building on what could have been a new country between France and Morocco, uh, one of the new expansion pads there. Um, some of the permits revealed that a lot of it will be walking area, um, so probably that you know lines up with their their announcement on on that. Um, the early speculation, which they did not address. Uh, was that Impressions uh, de France would close and it would actually become the entrance to the ride. Uh, they would use that for the queue since it's, I think it's kind of, isn't it kind of central to the current pavilion? I believe um, so. It, yeah, when you, when you um, if you're coming into France, right. walking up from Great Britain, and you go straight up that path, it does, it goes right. straight up. And then you have um, Chefs de France on the left and a bunch of stores. And then the theater is like dead set ahead behind yep. the fountains. Because yep. they oddly just did not address that at all. But if you look at the construction permit, it like starts directly behind that theater. Um, so probably not, not a good sign. Um, <laughs> well, but... from what I saw, it was directly behind Impressions de France. That was um, people were speculating that that was just like the new land area and right. that the new ride would be sort of at the back left. True. That, that could be, that could also be that, but uh, it's still only good for the theater because that might become the sort of the gateway to the new. How to get the there. Land. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, it. I don't really know. I mean, was that really a popular attraction in Epcot for, for anyone? <sighs> I don't think it really is. I mean, I'll say we've gone to it a couple of times, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. But of all of the movies, 
it's my least favorite because it doesn't really have any story or dialogue to go with it. You just sit there and you see scene after scene of France and you like you don't even necessarily if I remember right there it doesn't even really tell you where what you're looking at. You but just know you're looking wonderful at wonderful music. France. Yeah. I remember is Jules Verne in it or something? I want to I remember say like the the Sorry. last time we went there, there were like 20 of us in the theater tops. So I don't think... The only thing I'm, I know about I, France I, is the Grand Marnier slushies. That's the <laughs> only thing I know about France. <laughs> They're Grand Marnier slushies? Yes. How do you not know vague. about that? Oh, they are good. How do you I, not know about that? I know, that? seriously. Okay, Wendy well, from Magical Journeys, back to them, brought us right. there at ICOT 15. We, ne- we now have a goal for ICOT 20 now. <laughs> yes, Grand Marnier slushies. I know. We'll, we'll get to that later. Wow. Sorry. Okay. Hmm. All right. So, uh, so that's the news for for France. Probably a little bit more to more to come on that. Uh, I'm sure as they release more details about what that expansion will be. Uh, so, moving on down over to Future World, several announcements. Oh, we're going to skip over uh, China. Uh, now we'll go back to China. Let's stay in World Showcase, then move we'll to stay in World, World Showcase. Chinese I theater. Personally, I walk out of France around through Future World back into World Showcase. Oh, uh, do you? Wow. <laughs> no, that's, not that's, really. That's taking the circuitous um, route. <laughs> go so, yes, in China, there will be, they're going to redo their 360 Circle Vision um, with a new new film. And the main thing they kept talking about is that it would be a seamless circle vision. Uh, but that's really the only official so announcement. No more, no more that. little things. Yeah, no, the first. The first seamless. Huh. Yep. Wow. That's what they say. Um, there is a rumor that will be hosted by Mulan, but that was not confirmed in the announcement. Uh, and it also wasn't made clear if that rumor was. Cause I think, aren't they making a live action Mulan? Um, I could certainly see them trying to tie it into. They the, probably are. Tie it into that. Uh, that may be the timing for that attraction. Uh, there will be a live action of Mulan, and it is already in production, but it gets yep. got delayed for release to 2019. That's that could be about timing for that though. They didn't yeah. want to really clear in the clear the announcement. It's true. Yeah, it says originally just... it was supposed to be coming out November 2018, and they pushed it to 2019. Just uh, speaking about live-action movies, I know I'm interrupting here, but did you see uh, mm. they made some announcements about the Aladdin live-action movie? Yeah, they're having trouble yes. finding somebody to play Aladdin. No, they got him. Uh, oh, did well, they? Will Smith is playing Genie. The Genie. Uh, right. Mina Mossad is playing Aladdin. Uh, I looked up his IMDb. The only thing I really saw, yeah, exactly, was he's going to be in the upcoming Jack Ryan. Oh, not that. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. He'll be in the upcoming Jack Ryan TV series. Oh, um, Oh, really? Yeah, the one playing Princess Jasmine is Naomi Scott. She was just the pink Power Ranger in the, the movie. And she was actually also in a very cool show called Terra Nova that was on for about two minutes. Years I ago. love Terra Nova. That Thank was a you. Cool show. That was the best show ever. But she was on that show. She was the daughter on that show. Um, but anyway. But, but they're uh, pretty yeah, much they, going with a, a no name for the the lead. Yeah, he's yeah he's. Uh, I mean, no not, name. I mean, <laughs> he Wait, may not think you, that. How do you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just saying a, a relative. Let me put it a better way. A relative, relative unknown. Relative unknown. There, there you go. go. That's that's the marketing term. 
M E N A, and the last name is Newcomer. Massoud. M A S S O U D. Massoud. M A S S O U D. Yes. And actually, Carolyn, he is Egyptian, but raised in Canada. Yes. Yeah, one of our own. Oh, sorry. I, think I just I, I saw that, and you were just mentioning a live action thing, and it just popped into my head. So hmm. sorry. Yep. Carry on. Fascinating. Epcot. Right. Fascinating. <laughs> nice. right. He looks uh, looks like that's... Aladdin. I like the choice. Yep. Good job. So that will be in China. Uh, okay, now moving out of World Showcase into Future World, we'll start with the smaller ones first. Um, so Mission Space, uh, which we talked about previously, is closed for a, kind of an oddly timed summer refurbishment. Uh, they did announce, as speculated, there will be changes to the attraction. Uh, the green, they will now green and orange missions will be different. Mm. Uh, the green mission will be a uh, they describe it as kind of a very gentle journey around Earth, uh, so you'll orbit Earth, and the orange mission will be a not because I guess the current attraction is supposed to be a simulator. The orange mission will now be an actual mission to Mars. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, with CGI now. Right. Yeah, it should, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that ride, given how real things look now, as opposed to uh, right. kind of right. cartoony. From before. so that when does well, that they, you think they'll fix Gary Sinise's um, hairline? Pretend to Diane digitally. His eyebrows. Yeah. Better be on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> They did not confirm if he was staying or not in the pre-show. Oh, he better. He better. Would be upset. That's who I want for my Capcom if I'm ever going into space. Amen. Uh, actually, that's supposed to open at the end of July, I believe. Ooh. So we may. Okay, I got my work cut out for me in August when I'm going. Now they interestingly did not specify that uh, in the announcement that that would be re- reopening with the current. Uh, refurbishment, but that has been strongly assumed, I guess. That hmm. would be for the current closure. Well, how long has it been closed? Uh, since the first part of June. So it's about a solid two-month closure. Which really, they could have about made the, time they get that. the new movie part of it right, anytime, sure. and then it could be the last already. month, yeah. it's just reprogramming the spinny spins. Right. Well, Sure, they can do that Style too. Technical Test yeah, it probably, in the yeah. off hours and things like that. Could already be done and ready to go. We don't even know about it. Um, next door to Mission Space. You want to talk New about restaurants? That? Yep. New restaurant. So there will be a space restaurant now, um, and it it has been unofficially confirmed. Uh, I guess with some people close to the project. Uh, that it will be built in between uh, Mission Space and Test Track. Uh, you can see in aerial views where there is a plot of land there to build it on. Uh, there were some questions and rumors would this replace Wonders of Life, uh, but it looks like no. Uh, a couple people close to the project have leaked out that it will be a new construction uh, that should be connected to the mission, current Mission Space building uh, to kind of make it more of a true true pavilion with a restaurant uh, inside of it Smart move. they showed some concept art which basically looks large amazing. glass amazing yeah yeah no i mean i it looks fantastic and you know i I'm, wonder if you'll have to like go through some kind of not a hydrolator obviously but like <laughs> some kind of thing to get into the lock? restaurant a space elator yeah 
Uh, like a your decontamination like, beam me up body. <laughs> no, like beam me up, and you stand yeah. in a room and you go, doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. wrong. And IP. the other door opens, and now you're out in you're space. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they don't have beaming in Star Wars, do they? So, yeah. no. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. It it looks fantastic, though. I mean, it. it thank goodness for uh, high definition uh, 4K screens and stuff now that yep. we can. We can sit in a restaurant, look out the windows, and suddenly we're in space. I mean, it looks it looks really cool. I've all, you know I don't know about you guys, but growing up in the science fiction era of you know Logan's Run, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, all that, I always wanted to be on board a ship, like a spaceship. I just thought that would be cool. Battlestar Galactica. I can't forget. Mm, yes. Um, so I think this will be kind of cool. You get to actually dine and space and like maybe a astronaut so. on the tether cord will come floating by and wave at you and then float away i think they sure that in the concept art <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so the kind of like coral reef and... but there's yeah yeah but in space a <laughs> blown out pixel and then the whole thing's ruined <laughs> there goes john floating by <laughs> No one else can see that, but it was very I fun. know. Was I'm, I'm doing Gabriel, this all maybe. for the podcast crew. Nobody else. Someday we'll maybe. get it. Maybe. They'll have an aliens connection, and in space, no one can hear you scream. Everybody's screaming while they're eating their dinner. <laughs> oh, they take the lid off of your plate. It's and it's a face hugger. There you go. Now we're talking. That's something <laughs> I can get behind. That'll be really appetizing while you're eating. Yes. But oh, like a big egg. be like freeze-dried tang yeah really that's it that's oh, your that's your meal you know a lot of people had that question they were wondering the what cuisine the cuisine be? yeah yeah um some people were hoping slash speculating it would be this new molecular gas gastronomy that's uh kind of been a little bit of a fad in kind of some of the more urban areas they like you break down the food into basic yeah. i don't know Building blocks of the food, essentially. That doesn't taste very good. Yeah, they'd be no. like, in be like Back to the pill. Future too, where yeah. we can't eat that entire pizza. I want oh, some spice ice cream. Four, please. <laughs> 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 this, this was this was all their plot to stop people buying space ice cream from Port Canaveral. I know. <laughs> Tea, Earl Grey, hot. Listen, we don't have no wrong IP again. <laughs> have a replicator. So any word on uh, any word on out. when that's going to open? No, I guess there's something we should mention. Yeah, um, can we can we some, mention that? Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> are supposed to be opening in 2021 for the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. That includes uh, at least so far we've mentioned the Tron ride and I believe the Ratatouille section. So we're back 2021. to 2021. Yeah, we're back to very long one. build cycle. Oh my gosh! Oh come that's, on, it's only four years away. About three and a half years. Well, okay. three and a half years uh, away. I mean, I, 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 be I love by then. Disney, obviously, but their com- their main competitor in town is building new areas a lot faster than that. Every year. Something Every year, I mean, they just build yeah. a whole new water park. Very. Yeah, very... wasn't Valcano well, Bay announced last week and opened th- yesterday? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Do you think that some of this is kind of getting ahead of the news cycle kind of thing? I mean, in a day, an age where, you know, the, with the 24-hour news cycle and you've got Universal coming out with stuff now, Disney knows yeah. that at least they've got 
um, the Star Wars land and Toy Story land opening. They've got Pandora. Yeah. That lines that up. So then they need something for 2019, then something into 2020. I mean, there's, and then... there's making those announcements, but then there's also the construction and we'll, we'll get to that the next thing we're going to mention here so is starting very soon and right. it will open in 2021 so that the the only explanation i think i can come up with which we talked about is it is them you know appeasing wall street and watching their quarterly capital expenditures well, on that chime right that's in yeah i was gonna say you, Ian you would drag say that out that out. long you're well, actually, spending I... very small amounts quarter by quarter I did get an email from Disney that my five shares of Disney stock I'm getting a dividend this month. Yeah, seventy-eight cents. There you go. Yeah, I don't. I can't say offhand how Comcast is doing because they are definitely dumping a lot more cash out quickly uh, to build to build like that. But I mean, Disney used to. I mean, they used to do that as well. And um, you know, when you look at park attendance, they are still reigning, but that gap's closing. No, I I think I think to some of our. Some of our folks' points. I mean, on the on the discussion board, I think uh, Keith Stein from our our uh, our thread on uh, Facebook actually had had said that you know the the competition is pushing Disney to do these kind of things, and it is yep. true. After years of Universal doing things to improve their parks, and you know potentially a you know an upcoming Nintendo Land also coming, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw some rumors too about possibly one of the roller coasters and the Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, more, more Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, dragons may yep. close soon. Yep. So there's, they're not letting up on the gas. And I say, great. Yeah. I mean, across the board, because you can see what's happened as a result of that. And anybody who says that this has nothing to do with that is just in a fog. They, I mean, right. cause this is theme park wars. It's it's great. Yep. It's good for the, the consumer. Consu- the consumer wins when there's yeah. competition. Absolutely. Now this year with them announcing all this stuff, all this massive changes, what are they going to announce the next couple of years? I mean, obviously well, this stuff is, is going to be this built. Was, things for 2022. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's you know there's a lot of details that they left out. I mean, good marketing will slowly release more and more details month over month, year over year. Right. They can they can build up anticipation yep. over. Well, and just like just everybody it. knew that Mission Space was closed, but then they announced, oh, in just a month or so, this yeah. new thing that we've kind of just been refurbing is changing. Yeah. yeah. I think I think there definitely is a point to that. And, you know, as the stories evolve and the rides evolve over the next few years, then they'll artfully and masterfully, as they always do, uh, get the word out, um, you know, in bite sized chunks. Um, And that's that's kind of the way things go. Um, But. But to your point, yeah. So what what do you do at D twenty three next year? Yeah, I mean it's it. Yeah. I, I mean I can't be this really be like this. Can I it? also I mean, don't they, have a situation be... like Hyperion Wharf, right? Yeah, where you know that they made a big production about that and that just got scrapped. I mean I know it's something completely Disney's different America. now. Disney yeah. Springs, yeah, true. Disney. There you go. But it's <laughs> you know, will all these plans that were announced all sound great? Are they going to fruition? The other thing to consider is D23 is for the whole Walt Disney Company. Uh, so this year was obviously very parks and resorts yeah. heavy. I mean, other years have been very, uh, you know, the film division heavy. Um, so they could go back to that. But this, I mean, this was an unprecedented announcement. I think I scoped it 
uh, kind of the one write-up as this is probably the biggest announcement since Michael Eisner's Disney decade. By the way, that was a good um, lead. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's well not that it's not quite that size. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see that size again. I mean, that was a huge, you, unprecedented expansion. On, but this is second. Yeah, no, on the same topic. No, just because you brought that up, which, by the way, excellent, like I said, excellent title for all that. Uh, th- then I saw on Michael Eisner's Twitter, like today, he was, yeah, he, was he was like, kudos. Congratulating. You know, congratulations. Yeah. Looking forward to, you know, so it was funny. The guy who brought in the Disney decade is uh, as excited yep. about it as the rest of us. We uh, need more characters. But there's more stuff. <laughs> but wait. Yeah. There's, there's more. more. We're not done with Epcot. We're not done yet. with Epcot. Oh, yet. no. No. So the, the big uh, sort of cherry on top of your Epcot refurb Sunday hmm. Um Depending on how you look at it, maybe a sour cherry or sweet It's a cherry. pretty sour cherry on my Sunday. What uh, so... is the answer? <laughs> what is? Oh, that was bad. Sorry. That what was bad. is Ellen's Energy Adventure is closing for a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction? Soon, too. Right? Soon. So, yeah, this August is the other soon. 13th. August 13th, which might be Black Sunday for some people, depending on your perspective. Uh, two two attractions will close. Hmm. Uh, so, that is the one that's a little odd. It's closing August 13th, 2017, and will open around 2021. Um, now, this is the other uh, item that we had construction permits filed for earlier. Uh, so we kind of speculated this was coming on one of the earlier podcasts. Right. Uh, they will be building another show building potentially behind the current Universe of Energy Pavilion. Um, so again, it is speculated that this will be a fairly massive attraction uh, that you will enter as the concept art shows through the current pavilion building. Um, but then either a large portion or the whole attraction itself will actually take place in a second uh, show building. So the ride system has not, uh, not been very clear. Um, there, there's really been a little bit of concept art. Much. Yeah. Just a little bit of concept art. I think for, is that like a pre-show or a queue? I think they've released on the inside. It looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. The it probably looks like the a, most... yeah. It looked like a big room, like the original room that you stand in with Ellen and she's telling you about her dream. Only it looks like there's windows, probably just screens as opposed to animatronics, but like Groot is there and Rocket Raccoon and people are just kind of all standing around like it doesn't, it looks like a room you're in as opposed to a queue going back and forth or something. And so, and there seems to be stuff hanging, kind of like how the collector has all that stuff in California. So it may be a massive pre-show. I mean, they've started to set the precedent for that with uh, Flight of Passage. Uh, that could be what they're using that whole existing building for. Um, but the, probably, to me, the most intriguing thing they did announce is that Epcot itself will be part of the attraction storyline. Which okay, no. this can we can we can we get real here, folks? Yeah, this is lame. Oh, it's real. Ooh, I'm, I'm okay. Gonna, I, wow. I'm, All right, I'm, I got uh, a hot take. Are you ready for my hot take? I can't wait to hear it. Go ahead. They put wait, out. Sta- wait, as, stand by. Stand, wait, okay. I, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, here we go. Thank you. The hot. This just in. Carolyn's okay. Hot take. Canadian Canadians are Canadian hot take. Yeah, this is Canadian hot take time, folks. Bookworm. These geniuses. Uh-oh. Are saying that 
The ride is based on Peter Quill, who is the character that that is also known as Star Lord. Okay. In the Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. They put out this awful, awful Photoshop. Oh come on! It was cute. of of the act the young actor that plays Peter Quill, like Chris Pratt's character, as a child. Okay. They like cut and pasted his picture in front of Spaceship Earth, and they're saying that this attraction is is here because Peter Quill used to come to Epcot as a child, and that's no. how. Really? Yes. Swear to God. Part of the attraction will somehow be tied into an, a visit he took to Epcot as a child. What so, so, You want to get nerdy. <laughs> I'm sure Gary O'Brien could back me up on this. But if that's supposed to be a picture of Peter Quill as a kid mm-hmm. in front of Spaceship Earth, that's around the time that his mom is dying of cancer in the movie. So why is he on a trip? And plus, his mom was poor. So why is how did, how did she he afford? But can I just? I'm gonna hold a picture up to my camera here, and hopefully you guys can see it. The light is coming from this side on oh, his no. face. Oh it's no! Like the and, they, and they and they and the on the ball, it's on the other side. Yeah. How did that happen? That that was the official press release picture, by the way, guys. That was. Yeah. How like was the kerning? Disney could maybe afford to find like I'd do it for eight bucks. Well, they I could have just it. flipped the photo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the, could, his, his, his thing, and yeah, just so that Peter that, Quill was abducted in 1988. So Epcot opened in '82. So that could be. Yeah, the storyline of him is I think he would be a little bit busy with his dying mom. Well, not so, in maybe 1985. It's just three years before. He, he so different. this is how we're going to shoehorn this into yep. future world? So yeah. the, yeah. the kind of assumption is, so he's bringing the Guardians back to Epcot to probably get guest help to go do something. Because it he, was such a great place no, when right. he was... Because no. he remembers Epcot. That. Doing that. <sighs> that's that's, that's, that's yeah. can, we, can we just say, yeah, I mean, we'll just call it. Right now, what, what's today? The uh, July uh, 16th, 2017, 9.38, uh, Epcot is officially dead. I mean, just yep. the the Epcot as we once knew it as that, kids. Yeah. If it wasn't that, dead that before, it was on life dead. support. Now, I got a little edutainment is done. There's a book, and, I've, and I have the audio book, and I've been listening to it. It's called right. The Progress City Primer. Right. And it talks about, like, and stuff that I didn't even know about what Epcot was really supposed to be. And right. gosh, it would have been cool if they really yeah. did it that way. There's another book out called The Walt Disney and the Promise of Progress City. Right. Uh, a similar topic. I'm, I'm still only about halfway through that, but it's it's also a very good good read on that same like topic. What the pavilions so, are supposed to do. Yeah. So and, Brian Elwood writes on Facebook. <laughs> What do you read in the tea leaves when it comes to future plans for Epcot that have not been announced, especially with the vague concept art that was released? Also, can we yeah, get a moment of silence like a good point. <laughs> for uh, Stupid Judy and edutainment? Yep. So, so hang, hang on, Brian. Um, wait, moment of silence, please. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I guess Jason. one point to make is it does appear that uh, Spaceship Earth is staying intact. 
Um, and they're not fixing the Not end. appear to be changing, although there is a concern because Siemens has dropped their sponsorship. I think right. that's something we haven't mentioned that broke in between podcasts. Right. Uh, they are letting their contract expire, um, but there was nothing announced so far relating to that to that ride. Hmm. Um, what's interesting with the concept art that I think Brian was alluding to, yep. Uh, again, concept art is sometimes just concept art. It's concept art. art right. Crazy things that are just some artistic rendering. But it actually shows the entire central section um, raised. Uh, there is yep. no more interventions or communicore, if you want to go back further. Yep. It's a large gardeny area. Yep. And it looks like it's also showing uh, the World Showcase Lagoon expanded into the, what would yeah, be the back side of Future World. With uh, fountains uh, and possibly like fountain, a fountain show or, or something. Which um, yeah. would, be, would be very interesting. Obviously, large gardeny areas are, are welcome, but it does raise the question of is they, are they really going to take out that much capacity? Or is that sort of a placeholder for we're going to put something else in here, but we're not going to show it yet because they've done they've done that in the past too in concept art. Possible trees trees just become the random placeholder for a lot just of a lot filler. of Although, state areas and things. Though uh, more shade would be welcome, yep. Um, yep. and there are some new buildings. Like it looked like at least in there the concept yeah. art, like the um, the Odyssey looked like. There was something yep. totally new. Yeah, there. and there's a lot of little dome buildings. Yeah, domey sort of. But dome. then it also in the concept the art, so they city. ripped out interventions on both sides, right? Yep. As well as like the electric umbrella, right? Um, and and the breezeways that you go underneath to go yeah. into Future Fountain World East View, and West. That, Bakery would which be gone means, too. Yeah, um, mouse gear. Mouse gear uh, would be gone. That's there's what about the trees? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> What about the what? trees are on top. top. They're just on the right. roof. That's They're it. Being very it could aggressive. Be. But, but they, there's there's even um, some pictures. Like if you really look close, there's like a hedge maze over near Imagination yeah, in that. one of the pictures, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Right. Which there's somebody had a picture, and you can Google it, of some drawings called Project Gemini, which apparently Gemini. came out in the early 2000s. Right. Yep. And a lot of the stuff that is showing up in this concept art is. Now, so the Project Gemini stuff is outdated. Like, they have one little area that is marked as being an internet cafe, which obviously yeah. nobody would use Sweet. nowadays. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? They, they had a mini-autopia in that. That was the rocket rods replacing Spaceship Earth. That was Project Gemini. The, yeah, that was, that was covered of... back in the early days of Intercot. Right. That's right. Um, yeah, we talked but, about it. But was, some uh, things are like, oh, that's... Yeah. That's like kind of falling back to that. The end conclusion of that from an, I think now, former Intercati, if anyone remembers Mufasa, um, who at least had some connections to Disney Imagineering. We think. We think. We're pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, (laughs) His position may have been somewhat misconstrued, but he he appeared to have some connection to Walt Disney He knew a lot, though. Yeah, yeah his, uh, his end take on that was that was never a full plan. It was actually a training exercise for new Imagineers. Hmm. Uh, I did see a couple other sources collab- corroborate that. Interesting. But um, it, it is interesting, as several people pointed out, that some things, I think, like the hedge maze was, so, was shown in that. A lot more green areas were shown. Um, there was some speculation. Could that because they want to do like more of a major nighttime show 
Uh, you know, maybe they'll incorporate more than just the World Showcase Lagoon. They have done they have done things onto Spaceship Earth lately. Um, it's true. It's most true. recently turning into the Death Star, but of course, one issue has always been to do a real show like that. There's nowhere to watch it from. Well, it, it's also they, interesting. You wonder whether they take a fountain show similar to uh, right. what they do at World of Color, and yep, and yeah, because so, there is like those too. Bellagio type fountains right. that they're yeah, showing they in this. Wipe out that whole back section. That would be a rather large area to you know view a show now from with Spaceship Earth as the as the backdrop. Just to throw some speculation so, out. But what's interesting to at least what you were talking about earlier is that it has a little more of a progress city look to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, so and what's let's all be this honest, new like if, again, if, maybe. If Tomorrowland is supposed to be like the fantastical future, right? I would think and possibly hope that the real future of civilization, we sort of do get back to like planting more trees because we know we need them to survive and stuff so maybe instead of having like a cold hard no polyester you know, slick lines everybody in silver jumpsuits no this jumpsuits. is trying to be like no like the future can be cars. that but also organic yeah i mean seriously justin flying where cars. are my flying cars i was promised flying cars <laughs> i was promised. i went on a whole rant about this on the episode that got lost one flying yeah. I saw Someday, it in John. the Disney Someday. cartoon when I was in kindergarten. The cars you need that a were hover flying. Conversion. I saw it in the Jetsons. I know. Come but on, was, where's but my it, flying but car? But this was, don't you remember the cartoon that they showed like in elementary school that Disney produced and showed visions of the future and stuff like that? And in there clearly was the flying cars, much like at the end of the Spaceship Earth, if you choose that sort of transportation. You go in those little bubble cars. And, yes. You know. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. We were promised and we were lied to again. I'm waiting. Hey, it's, it's just, it's coming. If it takes them five years to build a Star-Lord ride, it's going to take them a little bit longer to get to the bubble cars. And we have no idea what the what the ride is going to be, correct? No. Correct. No. Okay. It's, it's only described as an exciting e-ticket ride. So there's... There was some speculation there could be a launch to it, which could be why there's two separate buildings. That's pretty common in you know rides that have a launch sequence at the beginning of it. Um, but that's pure speculation based off what would be the footprint of the of the new building. So well, and, and there were concerns of, there were concerns place. about that. Um, several people commented on the boards that they felt this was a very thrill ride centric. Uh, announcement. Uh, I others see that at all. Others, others counter that, saying, "Well, no, not not really." Um, there, there were some comments like a runaway railway sounded like a thrill ride, but I think if you read the description, no. it doesn't really sound like it'll it'll be that way. Um, but there there was there was an interesting point that it appears there's going to be no more new generation of classic dark rides. Um, I, I think the the Mickey Mouse attraction may be the closest we get we get to that. But um, you know there was the new Little Mermaid ride, which everyone was looking to as the next generation of dark rides, and it did okay. I, don't, I think it kind of got overall a luke, lukewarm reception just because of some of the things we talked about in past past podcasts that they did. I don't. Like, you see, I like, I, like, I don't see those going away. I just don't. I and no, the reason why I don't, I don't is I don't because so. you need. 
you need those levels. You need that yes. degree from the e-ticket ride all the way down to the C&D rides. You know, and, and the other thing, of course, as we you were just alluding to, that, you know, it's different ages for different attractions. So I don't see the family-oriented rides going away. And, and those simple, basic rides with new technology i think yeah. will continue to to flourish in well, disney wouldn't ratatouille be considered a dark ride yeah i mean technically yeah, yeah it's it? very if it's the same Trackless, one though it'll be right? very it's very screen right. based though mm. um my my brother actually recently got to go to disneyland uh paris and was actually not that uh, impressed with the attraction itself hmm um, despite the rave, rave reviews, he said it's you, there are these large physical sets that you go between, right. but the ride then to the trackless vehicle takes you up to the screen and then you see the scene, and then you move kind of in between the full the full scenes to the next one and then you see a scene. Um, so that may kind of be where dark rides are going, but and again, a lot of that has been you know people are more used to screens now. We see more screens in our daily lives. That's just the way we're going. But I think the counter to that is, but that's the point. To see these large physical sets is different than your daily lives, and that should be why you're going on vacation in the first place. So it will be it will be interesting to see where that where that goes inside of the theme park wars themselves. There's also kind of a screen versus set war going on as well as these new attractions open. So that'll be interesting to see where that goes in the future. I think, you know, much like anything, we'll just continue to evolve and the concept yep. of a dark ride will just be modified for the times. And, and, but I don't think, you know, those, le that level of entertainment is necessarily going to go away. I mean, you know, you get things to be a little too real and kids are going to be freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> true. I agree with you, John. <laughs> I think, too, for the people who are worried about the thrill rides, if you think about it, for the last, what, four or five years with Universal, all we've been hearing from the people who are crying the praises of Universal is that Disney doesn't have enough e-tickets. Disney doesn't have enough thrills. True. It's a different – it's like you were saying, there's young kids, there's older people. It's also a different demographic that they've yeah. been losing – Yep. And you can't blame them for trying to bring something in to bring that people back to make it a more of a family park. Like I know with yeah. some of my friends, I mean, my kids are still younger, you know, they're both under 12, so they're good with Disney, but they're starting to ask about other things more where my friends with teenagers a lot, they don't want to go to the Disney parks. They want to go to Universal. They want to go and do something more exciting. So that kind of brings it back in for the whole family when there's enough to do. Because if you go to Disney and you've got one thrill ride and you can only ride it once with your fast pass and then have to stand in line for three hours to do it again why are you going to yeah. go? Right. Yeah. I'd agree. Well, is that, that's it for Epcot, isn't it? That is it for Epcot and that's actually it for Walt Disney World, but that's not all that was announced, folks. What? It's a big, this was a big announcement. So Actually, gonna... there was one more thing at uh, Walt Disney World. Um, nothing, you know, something minor, but uh, we touched on it before. The uh, mobile ordering, now at Cosmic Rays. Oh, yeah. So, oh, Cindy, you said you yep. uh, dealt with the that mobile is, that ordering, rolling correct? Out. I uh, played with it. I didn't do it myself. My friend did I had... it, and it was pretty cool. Okay. I had Rare Nat. She um, replied to say, because we had been talking on the podcast, like, so if I order my food right now and I get there, has it been sitting in a heat lamp for 10 minutes? You know what I mean? Right. She said that you go and you um, 
you punch in like I'm gonna be there in however many minutes. Like, do you want this ready in an hour from now? Do you want it ready right now? Right now? Do you want it in 20 minutes? And then you say that, so then you know that your food's gonna be relatively warm when you show up. Right. So she explained that. So that's pretty cool. Like the Dunkin' um, Donuts mobile app has a thing that you know you order, and then it's when you're ready to pick up, you click I'm here or I'm driving through or I'm walking through, and then it'll be made right then and there. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. That basically works. Same concept. I like that. Because right now I have to stand in the huge lineup at Cosmic Rays and my kids go searching around for a table and then yep. <laughs> I have to find them while I'm balancing a tray of drinks and stuff. So no, I'm, I'm sorry. I still that. love that show in there. Oh, I love it too. I, I, I love just, Sunny Eclipse. Yeah. I actually, anytime he's on uh, Mouse Radio or something like that, I actually sit there and listen to the whole show. I just, Planetary it cracks me boogie? Yes. The other thing that we've talked about, um, and we haven't really talked about Animal Animal Kingdom because, uh, well... There's nothing new there. There's nothing new there. Um, no, I there was a video, and I tweeted it to Intercott, and I oh, think yes. you retweeted it. Yeah. The, uh, the shaman was in the garage, and they rolled down the screen. So it is. She she is on a screen, and it's it, they sort of have, like, um, plants growing up that cover the edges of the movie screen that she's on but everybody said that like it's a very good clear crisp video of her singing and moving and stuff so she must have been rolled back into the garage like we said well that's neat back but, around, boys. but yeah I mean it's I, I mean it's nice to have a B show mode so that the ride doesn't completely have to go down but you oh. have to wonder uh, I mean they can need to work on the reliability of this thing um, a little it, bit it, it is just to kind of stay on that topic. It is being heavily rumored now that the Yeti will finally be fixed here no. shortly. What? Yeah. Really? Because I heard no. that they were just going to turn on a light full time on it as opposed well, to the flicker. Well, that's what they're doing, but the the rumor is that they're starting to kind of test some other modes to maybe take it down and and fix it, just to see what kind of some other options they have. Yeti it, is it may the... it may never be back to the original state, but it sounded like they might be trying to get some some movement back to it. So they were testing some other alternatives with the full light on nice. it. But we've heard that rumor before, and nothing's happened. In fact, I think someone some executive actually said at a press conference the Yeti will be fixed, and it's we've still gone on. So yeah. We may we may file that under Hyperion Wharf and America, <laughs> but time will time will tell. Did they have a fixed rocket in uh, California Adventure? I think uh, so. Yeah, I but, think my parents saw it when they were there a couple okay. weeks. Yeah, but it took them a while. But he, yeah. I think he's back. But they still have that TV that can pop up if they need to. Hmm. Well, rockets in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. He lowers down into his garage. All right. Oh, wow. Are we ready to hop coast now? Sure. Yes. Hop aboard. Let's right. fly. Hop, hop, west coast. Hop, hop. Short, short, short flight over the West Coast. So, Walt Disney World was not the only Disney resort, including these announcements, that actually went fairly far beyond that. Uh, the next largest set of announcements were for the Disneyland Resort. Um, probably the biggest thing they announced is that Paradise Pier will be transformed into Pixar Pier. Uh, we were mentioning earlier about the large Pixar presence, so 
they say it'll be the Incredibles to Inside Out and even more Toy Story. Uh, they will take over the the pier itself. Um, they showed some concept art, um, and again, it looks like they'll they'll make it a little bit more. Uh, they have the automatic one cent vaudeville. Not not sure what that's going to be, and um, I think it's the. I can't read what that says. The uh, imaginary character from uh, Inside Out uh, will have a confectionery. So it sounds like all the stores and um, little kiosks along there will get rethemed to Pixar. Um, Things like California Screaming. Somebody said that's going to be like Dash from The Incredibles, maybe. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the big question. What's happening to California Screaming? My bigger question is what's happening to Mickey's Fun Wheel? Is that going to stay in Pixar Pier? Hmm. Or are we going to take a wheel of death out? Couldn't they just post a big head of Woody on the side of it and call it a day? Well, I, I don't know. That's that's interesting because they made such a big deal out of that being, you know, the classic Mickey Mouse and tying that back to the throw into to Walt and everything. And then it would, that, that would be a little odd if they re reimagine that, you know, what are we even up to five years so that's been the the reimagined paradise pier yeah i don't see it they're putting guardians of the galaxy in epcot anything's possible here (laughs) well yeah i mean with disney all things are possible right this is true um so that was that was that was that was interesting um over at disneyland they announced there will be a pixar fest uh which will bring a new uh fireworks uh, to uh, Disneyland, they showed like the castle and the green aliens uh, projecting all along Main Street. Yeah, that looked a little different. Looking, ooh, I got, I'm, I'm going to guess they're going to do the ooh right as all those fireworks. Go. <laughs> That's like human right there. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a pretty good guess there. I think. Um, so it was interesting that the Pixar will transcend the parks. Um, but back at California Adventure. Um, I think you had I think you had the name for this, Justin, the Halloween overlay that's coming to Cars Land. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, what was that called? Halloween. Like, like you're hauling pigs in the back of your truck. Yeah, the vehicles are actually going to be in the. Excuse me, the characters are going to be in their Halloween costumes. Right. So that's starting like this fall. Looks like be decked out. So that 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 looked pretty interesting. Halloween. I think that will be really cute. Holiday. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, Paint the Night. Yes. So all this speculation about Paint the Night, where will it go? Will it go to the Magic Kingdom? Is it going to go overseas somewhere? Uh, no, it's and... staying at the Disneyland Resort. <laughs> it's moving to California Adventure. Oh, um, all, all the way across the uh, the street there. Um, Up so with, they, a new float. with a new float. Yes. Uh, a new float. A new float. A new float. I think it's a Space Ranger float. No, I thought it was Big Hero Six. Uh, because the was. frozen the frozen float is too tall for the cable car cables. Um, Here it was a Big Hero. I missed well, that. I never saw a, that movie. It just says a new float. It just said, yeah, I was gonna say that's all it says is new float. Um, I don't know where I read the Big Hero Six thing. We. I don't know. It it does say as they announced it. Hold on to your jetpack, Space Rangers. I don't know if that's a hint. Oh, maybe. That's what I was getting that from. Yeah. 
Well, they so also made an announcement, uh, well, a, a vague announcement about another announcement coming uh, to Disneyland Park of an old favorite coming back. Right. So they, the closeout of this whole uh, very long press release, which we have on the intercop boards, uh, they said, you know, Disney lately tries to make memorable tributes to the legacy of beloved attractions. Um, following the Main Street Electrical Parade, uh, there will be even more fan favorites in store for Disney Park storied past. So I guess hmm. nostalgic fans can uh, expect some sort of announcement here somewhat soon about something else they may be, may be bringing back, although that was obviously extremely vague. <laughs> A few rumors I heard where Just people slightly. know they're going back since, you know, the track is still there. But I think that's part of the infrastructure. That's why they've never taken it down the track. Yeah, the rumor was they cracked it with rocket rods and their engineers' inability to calculate angles and acceleration and force. But ah, Silly engineering. <laughs> oh, math. Who needs math? Well, well, it's fair to say I'm an engineer, so I was kind of insulted by that. But anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you should have been on the project for that. <laughs> if you would have been on there, it would have been perfect. What, by like 15 or something then? But... It was a long time ago, and... Computers weren't as <laughs> computers. Computers. I want to blame answer. it on the computers. <laughs> yeah, computers yeah, computer, haven't been around computer? since the space program. They weren't as uh, I, I, accurate back then. That's, yeah, that's come on. How, how many abakai does it take to do that? I don't know. Abakai, nice. Wow. Abakai. Abakab. Nice. Very nice. Bill Collins. Yeah. Genesis. Right. And another uh, announcement which uh, they made uh, about Disney Cruise Line. Yep. Yeah, um, holy crap. Three ships, not what? two. Yeah. yeah they're really uh, bouncing out ships. And Well, of course, they, you know, sold 2021, 20, 2022, 2023. Uh, so uh, we yeah. mentioned on one of the past podcasts about, you know, that they were coming so far in the future. But uh, now they're making three of them. Um, all of them going to be around 1,250 staterooms, so a little bit bigger than the uh, the Dream and the Fantasy now. And uh, each each vessel will have an individual, one of a kind experiences. So um, hmm. that are in development as we speak. So uh, you know wow. they, they're going to make them all different and. And uh, actually, on the Disney Dream, the existing ship, uh, they're getting a new show, a Beauty and the Beast show. So uh, I believe that's based on the show that's in, is it in Toronto? Uh, I, think? I think they said it would be based on the live-action film. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be a new, a new show based on that. New show, okay. Yes. So, uh, so well, Disney Cruise Line uh, yeah, really growing. You know, doubling their size, you know, from Well, it's a cash cow. To- I mean, oh, you know, I, I mean, those they're very popular, very well done, very expensive. Um, and, you know, they need more capacity, clearly. I mean, they're not building ships if they don't know they can't fill them. So um, for sure. Yeah. But the one thing that, you know, has been mentioned before is, you know, you go to Castaway Key, you know, you're on the wonder of the magic and you're on the fantasy and the dream. And now these bigger ships, there's still the same amount of seats. It's time for a new oh. island. Yes. And they need a new island. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. 
I mean, the I island is big problem. enough for them to that or expand have, and do stuff on it, but, you know, you know I don't... Put in another port on the other side. And... Yeah, I, I read somewhere that, because other cruise lines have that same issue, they're building bigger cruise ships and their private islands are also staying the same size, that they're trying to encourage more people to stay on the ship on those days. Oh, really? Some right. of the more things they can... Well, they, they can offer more things on this ship, so back in the olden days of cruising on the private mm. island days, like... <laughs> You know, like five years ago, right. there was there was nothing going on on the ship. Like there would be, I can remember reading your cruise compass or whatever it is, depending on the cruise line you're on. Um, there would be like nothing going on on the ship. So yeah. one solution for that is offer stuff on the ship. And I actually noticed on the last one I I took on the I wasn't on one of their larger ships, but the the there was more things going on the day they were on the private island. But um, yeah, it's either either that or make a bigger island or buy one. Well, do you think too, though, that they'll introduce new itineraries? I mean, that's a lot more ships true. Than, yeah. they, than they have. And for all of those ships to be visiting, I mean, I guess technically they have seven ships. They could have one visit every different day and different yeah. schedules. But it, it just seems to me if they're going to build that many ships, they have plans for doing other things. I, like I, I know or, they've done yeah, the New England it, ones. And, yeah, if maybe they're not the, going to the Caribbean. Maybe right. they are going to be That's like true. a permanent Alaska That's one true. and a permanent European one. I think there well, will be a permanent Mediterranean one out of all of this. I know maybe. years ago, the first okay. time they went out of New York, um, it, it wasn't very popular. And then they skipped a year, and then they went back again last year, and then they're coming back again this year. So uh, maybe they'll even do extend their time in New York because they're only there basically from September to the beginning of November. It's very short yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know what the cruise line industry is in China, but with the large you know investments they are making in in China here lately, it would be interesting to see if they're trying to get into that that market at all as as well with their emerging middle class and very large increase in tourism i read read recently yeah didn't you also see the one of the uh, cruise ships from over there uh, uh, was going to be launched with a go-kart track on it yep nice yep. really that would be pretty cool. i think it's i think it's one of the royal caribbeans it was one of them yeah i, I yeah, don't they remember tend, which they one, tend but... to be the leader in the the giant ships i think but one of theirs has track. the nice. thing that looks like it's a uh crane with a ball that's going to drop you off the ship yeah the omni omni <laughs> that's what something. you need yeah, yeah. ready for that that's what, that's what they do to launch you if you no, uh if you right don't in. pay your bill <laughs> there'll be a crack in the ball and i end up in the ocean surrounded in fish i, I know this is, these are the not kind happening. of things that i oh, never do in real life fish. because i i don't want to be the exception rather than the rule you know yeah. i just you know i stay away from things like skydiving and stuff like that i you know, cranes that hang me out over the edge of the boat. Yeah, that just doesn't sound like a good no, thing. Not a good thing. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Well, did you do the aqueduct? Yes, I, mean, I, I did. I put you out to I, the I, side, I, you know. I did, but I it's felt quick, but, you a know. enclosed glass tube. At least I felt a little bit more secure there that I was not going to go flying off the edge of it into the ocean mm-hmm. to sleep with the fishes. So. Oh, also, their hot tubs on the uh, the big ships, you know, the Disney uh, bigger ships. You know, it's, first time I got in, you don't realize that the floor is see through and transparent. Really? And it's out, yeah, that, over that, the edge or something. Yeah, that oh, kind of yeah. threw me for a loop for a second. Oh, yeah. that's creepy. Yeah, I get vertigo when I do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll pass. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
What else haven't we hit here? Uh, believe it or not, Come on. that looks like that, that was the full... The, the only one other thing to mention, uh, they did go international with the announcement. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know how familiar all of our listeners will be with Disneyland Paris, uh, but one of their hotels there is called Disney's Hotel New York uh, right. that will be transformed into... Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel at Disneyland Paris. Is that a hyphen? Galaxy Edge. Uh... There is a hyphen in there. <laughs> what the heck? So the, the concept art showed like different Iron Man suits in the lobby, and it's going to focus on uh, exploring the Marvel Universe through its comic art films and superhero costumes um, in the, displayed in the style of a contemporary art gallery, presumably like one might find in New York. Um, so that seemed like kind of a, a way they were trying to get Marvel into Disneyland Paris. Uh, I don't I don't know how the Marvel films do in Europe. I don't really follow that. Those were big over in Europe or not. Um, but it seems like they're trying to slowly get some of the Marvel IP over over there. Hmm. All right. So um, so now that we've gone through everything, right? Everything in the press release. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, at least everything that's out there. Right. So. So I'll go to uh, Mel Stone with her question from Facebook, which was, um, uh, for all of you, what's the most anticipated um, from the announcements? Uh, I mean, what's the thing you're either, you know, the, the biggest thing you're excited about and quite possibly your biggest disappointment? What would those be? I'll go first. Yeah, Ooh. go first. Okay, yeah. well, obviously the, my disappointment is guardians of the galaxy i'm not saying that universe of energy with ellen is the greatest ride in the world i don't think anyone is right it (laughs) needs to be updated and i don't even care if they didn't stick with the energy theme yeah like that's fine it needed to be changed i just feel like this is future world guardians of the galaxy takes place in the present why is it there? It's yes, it's science fiction. Okay, fine, but this isn't science fiction world. It's future world. It has nothing to do with the future. Anyways, I just feel like that's shoehorned in. But I mean, don't kid. I'm not gonna, you know, hold my breath and stomp my feet and never go on it. I'm sure it's gonna be a fabulous ride. It's gonna be a lot of fun. My kids are gonna love it. It'll be great. But there will always be this little devil sitting on my shoulder, being like, "This is in a weird place." So that's my Makes that's sense. my leave it. I that's, guess. That's and my it? take it. Your take it? What? <laughs> and my take it is just overall, I love the concept <laughs> art of um, Epcot and the changes that would be coming to Future World. Like, I, I'm kind of sad that, it, according to the concept art, the um, Fountain of Nations might be disappearing, stuff like that. But if they really made it so that there was lots of trees and water and maybe some rock work and stuff so that it kind of gives you that feeling like you're wandering, you know, you go to animal kingdom and you can wander and you're like, Oh, where does this pathway lead and stuff? Right. I think that would kind of neat. So I'm going to say that, that okay. just the overall refresh of Epcot is well deserved. So for episode 100, basically, you're saying you brought back... Uh... This is the theme to take it <laughs> oh, God. It's been a while. It has been a while. I did. There's Ian and Gary and Mel. Well, no. Christine no, and no. Carol are swell. Sort of, no. And no. sometimes Michael joins in too. And, nope. Cindy. and Justin, Cindy, Jason, and Carolyn, and Justin. Carolyn, Justin. 
Jason. This is the Intercut Insider Podcast Show. Okay, so yeah, we're doing. I guess we're. It's good. Good. Take it or leave it. So uh, yeah. What do you take and what do you leave, Justin? Uh, I take Tron cycles. Um, ever since I first saw the first video of the Shanghai, I, I was in love with them. And uh, just looking at a video of, uh, of it, again, another video, I, I just really, really am excited about that. Hmm. Leave it. Leave uh, it. Great movie, Rod. Not that it, it's the most fantastic thing, but it was always something that I remember from park opening being there and just going in that and just sitting there and going through and you know first couple of times i was younger and you know the 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 bandit getting on you know the gangster getting on or the cowboy getting on and you know that always uh was was fun for me well i and and the other thing is to 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 bring up the word jason has brought up a million times in this podcast ip intellectual property i mean you would think that disney has enough ip amongst it's films that there would have been something that if they really wanted to do a a reno of that ride and then move the uh, the Mickey ride somewhere else, added as a new ride, you, you probably could have done that. But, mm-hmm. um, right. So, and, and John, just... you're thinking like great movie ride. They should have redone it, and they're building that beautiful new theater over at Magic Kingdom that could have been a Mickey Mouse ride at his Heck home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. that's yeah, I li- and then the I great like movie thinking, ride would Cindy. just be that's good. The great Disney movie ride. Yeah. Well, well see, they should have asked us. I mean, they just did a whole not a whole refurb, but you know, they did a whole change to the great movie ride. What a year ago, a year and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it'll well, be. When, yeah, because it, it Turner Classic weird, Movies part. Yeah. Right. Because that's what was and, odd is it looks like it's closing within their sponsorship contract, but I think it may have been for the sort of the the front structure as well so maybe that's how it's happening with great movie ride closing um i'm i'm pretty sure that's the last opening day attraction that they had left really uh, wasn't wasn't indie i don't know if that was there i don't know if that was day. opening day yeah that's good i know it's the, the it's little mermaid tour. thing i don't think it was no, so, no, it definitely was not. So uh, I, another thing I'm having a hard time with there is that, what, what's the connection with the Mickey, the Mickey ride? They're going to with the Chinese theater. Well, the Chinese theater has a strong Disney connection. Right. Um, Mary Poppins was debuted there. Got that. Which is I, I think the there was ride. there may have been a Mickey Mouse cartoon debuted was there it? as well. Hmm. Do they leave all up. the handprints outside? That I would probably think so. I don't know why they yeah, I, mean, I would think so. That's a good question. But hmm. I, mean, okay. I don't know why they couldn't uh, leave it the Chinese theater and just like on the outside and just have the ride on the inside. True. Well, Cindy, since you're talking, let's move on to you. Taking what and leaving what out of the I announcements? I don't know. Come on, um, you can't. Really don't. I mean, of... I guess taking. I, I'm with Justin on the try. That I'm the Tron ride really interesting me mm-hmm. yep. um i'm also with carolyn in that i really like that somebody's paying attention to epcot because i love epcot and i just feel like i walk around and i'm so so sad, sad. when i go there i yeah. still go there a lot like you know we'll run in there mm-hmm. for a day and i go like past all the empty buildings and there's just nothing yeah it makes me sad so i'm glad it's going to get attention um 
I don't know, for me, I don't really have a strong leave it. There's nothing that particularly upsets me. Like I'm sad the great movie ride is going to be gone. But I think I said to somebody else is for me, that ride has become more, it's the nostalgia. Yes. But it's also, it's a ride that's fun to go on with people that I know and enjoy it because we all know it right. and hopefully the ride will be like that. Cause I can, I can get the, even though they updated the clips at the end and they are a Turner classic movies. Um, yeah. I, getting older and for the generations coming up unfortunately our idea of a classic movie isn't their idea i mean my kids Ooh, think yeah. classic movies are movies when i was growing up so that's true classic I, would I be that. like the lion king or something that's, yeah i mean that, so i mean I, I, I get that um i am not going to be one of the one people being sad about ellen's energy adventure i'm sorry no um if gone on that once in the last 10 years okay we have gone on that once in the last 10 years so right that doesn't bother me and i guess for the rest of it i'm much more of a i'm gonna wait and see there's a lot of interesting stuff coming up there's nothing that i'm gonna say right now oh my god that's the most horrible idea ever um i still think the gondolas are kind of strange i'm not like a leave yeah. it but i'm just like it's odd yeah yeah i i mean i think I think I'd agree with you there as far as the uh, the way it fits into everything else. And that'll tie in with something that I'm going to talk I, about, too. Yeah, I just can't imagine it. So maybe the gondolas are my leave it because I just I can't see it as a viable transportation. Yeah, it, it's strange, but I guess we'll see. Right. It's coming like it or not. Uh, Didn't the uh, Skyway shut down whenever there was lightning in the area? So would a gondola system did, have but to those shut were down? not enclosed. Right. These will be enclosed. So but then it's no okay if you get hit by lightning? <laughs> they have lightning rods. There's, never... there's no oh, okay. lightning in Florida. Oh. Come on. Never does happens. the monorail run during lightning? I think it, it, I think does. Yeah, it does. So it's just another it elevated. Yes, as long as it's yeah, grounded. Properly, as long as it's grounded. Right. Good. Like with planes, the reason why planes don't take off and land when there's lightning, if anybody has been um, captive on the runway on one of our mm -hmm. many lovely Florida airports, is it's not because the plane isn't safe. They'll let you sit out there in the plane on the runway for hours. Right. It's not for the people on the ground trying to get things to your plane. Right. So I'm assuming the gondola would be the same thing if it's grounded properly and the windows don't open so you can't hang out during a lightning storm. You're probably right. cool. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm sure it's going to be enclosed and air-conditioned, yeah. and that'll be that. I mean, it's, again, kind of like uh, the modern systems that are out there. Jason, well, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, my take it is probably not necessarily the Star Wars Hotel itself, but just that whole initiative, the Disney 360 vacation. I think that's... Hmm. Probably something a little bit long overdue. Uh, if you are kind of a theme park historian like myself, you sort of look at the evolution of theme parks over time. And for something sure. that's over 50 years old at this point, there's kind of been a stagnation in this whole idea of four-dimensional storytelling. Taking right. was a movie, if you understand sort of what Disneyland was, it was the extension to go beyond a movie and entertainment. It kind of stopped after that. Right. Um, obviously, what was a visionary in it and the main pioneer of it. So obviously, with his, uh, you know, relatively early death, um, that uh, maybe didn't go where it could have been. But you know, I think a lot of, um, you know, people who enjoy that and you know would you know do their own sort of homegrown imagineering always thought of things like that. Well, 
what if the hotel became part of an extension of the of the theme park? Um, I think Westcott plans even had you staying in the theme park at at one point As to did, expand uh, expand that. Disney's America um, did too. Yep. Yep. So that it just sort of seemed like they never were really ready to launch that type of. Uh, themed entertainment venture. So I think that's positive that they're doing that. The implication was if that is a success, which I, I think it's pretty high probability using that initial Star Wars theme, it will be. Um, but so hopefully that'll that'll be the beginning of expanding that into other areas and we'll, we'll all be on the verge of a sort of new generation of themed experiences. Yeah, and you know, if you think about it, the depth of that, that could expand easily beyond the theme park areas to major metropolitan areas areas and things like that where you go and you spend a weekend in a you know sort of a themed environment you know a couple days right especially with the couple day concept um so yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see if that that flies where uh some of the other things haven't in the past so yeah i'm it was Tempted to make my leave it sort of the thematic demise of Epcot, but on the other hand, I guess I would say, you know, if it is cohesive, as long as it's not fragmented for a park that hasn't had an identity now for probably about eight years, um, I will accept if they make a cohesive new identity for it. I'm not going to be one of these people kind of stuck in the past. If it is cohesive, if it is good storytelling, I'm on board. I'm not sure. I, I think you're board. just in, insulted. Me, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm drinking the Kool-Aid too much on that it's one. It's never good to insult um, I, I'm a storytelling purist. Um, okay. I'll appreciate right. different stories as long as you tell the story well in a cohesive way. All right. Uh, what bothers me a little bit more, though, along those lines, is this whole Pixar peer thing. Right. Um, to me, that sounds like a lot of just hey, we own all these Pixar properties we're not doing a lot with. It's just lay over top of it. Because um, right. I know originally it was kind of this rebranding of California Adventure as its Walt story of what he found in California. Um, now, obviously, they didn't do that with Cars Land. That was always kind of the side of it. But, um, you know, the Paradise Pier area, Buena Vista Street, uh, Grizzly Peak National Park, that was all still sort of themed to that sort of California, a romanticized California that maybe Walt Disney found. Right. Um, now that they're going to start mixing Pixar into it and not really in ways that they were, like you're not going into those stories. Like what is Dash's coaster if that, if that becomes that? That starts to become almost one of those like, you know, what I would call themed amusement, not a theme park. Right. You're just sort of adding a random character to a roller coaster. It's like Riddler's Revenge at Six Flags. Is that really a theme park attraction? It's, a, it just themed, a, yeah. Yeah, it's a themed theme amusement coaster. park attraction. So that, that bothered me the most kind of out of this announcement because everything else seemed to be going along those, those you know, depth of storytelling lines. But that in itself just seemed like a little bit of a, a step backwards from some of the things they were doing with that park, which I thought were, I thought were great. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll agree with you there. Um, so uh, on my uh, list, I guess, my take it, I mean, it has to be Tron. I mean, has to be. Um, I'm hopeful that that opens the door to Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom getting some love. Uh, and to them thinking about that the way kind of, uh, you know, that they're apparently going to be doing also with Epcot and Future World and 
things like that. Um, I, I do think leave it wise. Um, unfortunately, I am going to be the nostalgia guy. And it's it's not that we didn't know that things were not going well in Epcot. But I guess it's just the realization that it, you know, this is it. I mean, it's never going to it's never going to be the same. Now, that doesn't mean that it won't be bad. Uh, moving forward but i think as somebody said edutainment is pretty much toast and uh it's it's all about uh attractions and uh and some of my fondest memories come from early epcot around 1982 and and through about 85 or 86 or something like that i've already mourned the loss of my all-time favorite attraction now for i think what over a decade here so (laughs) it might be time to to give up i I may have already i think i already moved on yeah I, I, well, I, mean, I think it's, it's natural, though. We all have different things that resonate with us. I was talking to somebody about that. We have something that like hits our heart, yep. and it's our thing. And I think it depends on when you first went. What was your, what was your thing? Like, I will tell you, I, I love Epcot, and Epcot is a park that I adore right now. But for me, it's not the park that resonates for my nostalgia. Even though we went relatively open early and there's stuff I miss for me that park's always going to be Magic Kingdom because I will always remember going to Magic Kingdom at six years old when you know it was a relatively new park so probably if something majorly changed at Magic Kingdom because I think for me most of the changes like for me I still miss Snow White Scary Adventure because I remember being scared to death of that ride when I was six years old. Like for years, scared to death of that sure. ride. So yeah. that's me. And then for you, John, you know, you yeah. have such an, a bonding with those teenage years in Epcot that that's right. like your hot spot. Well, and we, because, we all have yeah. them. Because, because for me, at least, science fiction and, and the visionary – um, thoughts of the future and what it could be and and if we can yeah. dream it we can do it and the messages yeah. resonated with me and you know i mean all that kind of yeah. stuff so i think i think now it's it's more of well it's it's going to be a theme park of some sort and right. uh, yeah. but but you know accepting the change is going to be tough g- right. given that it's how many years old yeah. now so I'm um, sure no one can tell from my screen name that Journey into Imagination had a very big impact on me. Well, I, <laughs> I, I mean, understandable. And, and boy, that you want to talk about one of the the leavits also right there is that that nothing announced at all. Yeah, that was interesting for, for that ride. Um, and quite frankly, if you want to get to the biggest leavit of all for me, it's that. The expansion of the monorail system will never happen. It will never happen. <laughs> it's just, and likely it'll yeah, probably, for some point, it'll be obliterated, um, you know, in favor of some, I don't know, who knows. And Maybe still flying cars. <laughs> if it's flying cars, flying general, cars that might be acceptable. Enough. That'd be okay. Flying All right. That are dispatched instantly. From... Flying minivans. Yeah. And still no uh, no parade at uh, Magic Kingdom. And that yeah, that Night was time. actually yeah. that's another good one right there. So that, um, that was not included in there, but and you know a lot of that is still being chalked up to this move back to the pre nineteen ninety six the twenty fifth anniversary where there was not entertainment every night and every season. Um, that was really something that came along in kind of the mid to late nineties that that was something they were going to push. Um, and I think they're trying to scale that back a little bit now. Yeah. We've seen that like, um, rivers of light. They, they did finally add some fall dates, but it's like Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays or something. 
Hmm. Uh, it's not, you know, this like nightly fireworks thing every night. I, no, Justin is not a, not a fan of. of that uh, no, sorry. Um, yeah. Understandable. Good. Well, I mean, I, overall, I I think the thing we can kind of glean from this is that uh, they are moving forward and they are taking uh, the competition seriously. Despite some of the long timelines, it looks like, you know, um, like I said, one to two major things for just about every year for the next number of years. So um, I think, you know, that's that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, we've complained a lot over the years about things becoming stagnant. And I think they did for a while. And I think, you know, maybe this is a sign that, uh, you know, things are changing and that's a good thing. I think. Yes. Overall. For, change is good. For Disney fans. Yeah, definitely. It's nostalgic, but change is good. No, but uh, I mean that, that the reinvestment is coming, that they realize that the parks are an important part of the portfolio that drive a lot of the other yeah. things and uh, that there is opportunity there and uh, they can't let their competitors pass them by. I mean, so, I mean, it's, yep. this is, it's a good thing. I think yes. out of all this and, and kind of surprising, honestly, that, that they are doing this much all at once. Now, yeah, for one, I will definitely look forward to seeing the eventual plans of Epcot and how that all comes together and what that ends up meaning. Um, but looks interesting. So fingers crossed, well, as somebody a, said, you know, we're just a big bunch of Disney nerds. That's it. And, uh, and you know, who else is a bunch of Disney nerds? All the people that have been listening to us for a hundred episodes. One hundred episodes. One hundred. <laughs> One million. <laughs> Gotta no. keep going to hit that number. One. But hey. Yes. What? Now we can be syndicated. We have hit a hundred oh, episodes. Oh, oh sure. very good. Paychecks in the mail. So. Residuals. Or if you're on the Disney Channel, that's when they cancel you. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Goodness. Now we have to we have to wear shorter skirts and start our solo music careers. So we're we're just Here we go. We're just shy. I finally got the legs for it. Short skirts now. So oh my, oh my. You can be the lead. Okay, I got uh, you. Guys, not a video podcast. Just <laughs> yeah, just shy of seven years worth of podcasting. Um, so um, this is a good thing. Um. But uh, if you are interested, by the way, in uh, meeting most of us, I believe, um, at least the folks on this podcast, um, the Intercot 20 is coming up in October. Um, and what are the dates again, folks? Somebody give me the dates. 12th, no. 13th, 13th to the We're always 15th. confused because we're all, we, we're all arriving on different days and we think right. that's the start. The actual weekend is Friday the 13th. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, to that's Sunday, right. it's fifteenth of October. Right. But there oh, is on the evening of the twelfth, there is kind of a pre meet event at hopefully the Edison. We're still Can I'm we still, still watching that very closely. Uh, so I I did hear from a, a source who's usually pretty reliable that it should be a late summer opening, hmm. but late summer's coming here pretty quickly. Um I signed up for their newsletter um and haven't received anything yet, so I don't I don't know. I've been watching construction updates, but we will all have a plan B announced shortly if that does not look absolutely like they are 
Well, I Let's know stay optimistic. Means, Maybe we'll be there opening opening day. It'll be a historic event. I know somebody put up on somebody put up on the boards about uh, communication, and uh, you know we're the, our communication is out there. You know we're trying to pump it up. Uh, you know if you were at 15, I caught 15, which is where I met most of uh, met, met all of you actually. Yeah. Um, you know it was a great time. Um, Carolyn, I think you started putting pictures up. Yeah, of actually, Jennifer started. Jennifer started a thread in the ICOT 20 forum um, called Roll Call, and she just posted a couple pictures from ICOT 15. So people have started posting their pictures from ICOT 15. I may even throw a few in there from other like run ICOT meets and stuff, just because they're always a hoot. Um, so yeah, go and post stuff on there. That's I. It's nice to put a face to names and get to see who we're gonna see when we get down there. Yeah, and if you haven't um, booked your then, room. Too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now, some um, someone else, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say his name because doesn't everybody love a shout out? Um, someone started a thread called "Okay, time to get organized." His name is Brad192. So um, people have been posting in his little thread about like where are you staying, what meets are you going to, just sort of so you can get a good idea of who else is going. Um, but it looks like we're going to have a pretty good turnout. Yes. Yes. So, which is tough getting folks together and planning their whole vacation around it. But again, if you are in the area, if you're local, the 13th through the 15th of October is the time. If you're going to be on vacation during that time, we'd love to see you. You can go to as little or as many meets as you want. And if you'd like to come and just hang out with all of us for uh, three days, then... Make it so. Call yes. Magical Journeys today uh, and reserve your room. You won't want to miss it. And uh, get your tickets from the official ticket center as well yep. if you get a chance. John, yeah. are you going to um, are you going to make that app thingy again that shows, like, this is what's happening the today? guidebook app? Guidebook. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the app thingy. Most likely, yes. I will okay. say that. I will, I will give you a definite most likely. How's that? Um, there were Perfect. some questions about you know do you have to attend all the events or no. just a few as Thought john no. mentioned so you can kind of kind of think of it as like a hop on hop off tour if anyone's ever done those so there are sure. different events we post the times and you're welcome to join us for all of them or just a couple it's up to like whatever one you guys of feel us like. will be at each right. thing yep. so you're not going to show up and nobody's there at right. least somebody is going to be there yep. and we have and hosts for every carolyn yeah. carolyn will be at every one of them. That's I'm definitely I Jen I'm, and I. I think I'll be at the too. Uh, the I'm night of the with Canada name thing. Tonight, Carolyn. That's okay. I don't know why. I keep anything. saying Caroline. Call me Carl. Caroline. Carolina. Well, if you know, well, you know if you why? Know the Brian you Regan. You can call me Al. You you moved to South Carolina, so you're probably used to saying Carolina. <laughs> I am. Um, but true. Jen and I are going to be at our little Canada meet, and we've we got plans, man. We have plans, man. Nice. We have uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie the will T-shirts. Be there. We've got all stickers? kinds of give stickers. Stickers, yes, stickers. stickers I know Justin loves our Canada stickers. Back bacon. <laughs> um, we have. We even have like a little game we're gonna play with you guys. Okay. We're gonna. It's gonna be kill the so, Americans. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Study up on study up on Canada trivia, and it's Six we have hard ones, but we also have easy ones. Like we name. Four actors. You tell us which one is the Canadian out of Martin the four. Martin Short. No, but <laughs> the answer to everyone is Martin Short. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Eugene or like Levy. Many provinces John Candy. are there. Stuff like that. 
and win little things from them. That's right. a province, not a, a province. state. You have provinces. No, they do provinces. I know nothing about Canada. I'm so sorry. then you will not win a snicker, Justin. I call him not okay. Justin. So definitely be there. Plan to be there. Uh, yes, you will. It is a lot of fun. You mm -hmm. get to meet us. We are fun people. Can't you tell? Some of us are you <laughs> the most hated person on the. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's okay. I think he's, he's trying that. to get the most liked person yeah, again. I don't yeah, mind that. Trying. You Have you met trying. my wife? They're <laughs> from New York. I'm they good. Care what you think. Oh, my. That's true. So, so huh. She's going to listen to this and hit me, so that's okay. All right. <laughs> Do we have anything else, guys? Uh, one thing I did want to mention is we're at the two hour and 20 minute mark at this point. There was a behind-the-scenes Last Jedi rushing. video. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, and it was a really cool look at, you know, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. And sadly, Carrie Fisher is, like, all over this video. Really? So if you get a chance uh... to Google it, it was actually really cool to see her, you know, acting. And then, you know, she's with Mark Hamill, and they're, you know, hugging and joking around. You know, it's quick scenes, but, you know, you, you get to see that, you know. And it was, you know... Kind of sad, all, you know. Princess all joking there. aside, this podcast we occasionally will mention people from, you know, celebrities, right down to people from Intercot that have passed away over the years. Mm -hmm. it, I just actually just now it showed um, Martin Landau passed away today. Aww. Oh, yeah, oh. just like just this evening, and um, and uh, people are gonna hate me. The the Night of the Living Dead guy died George today. Romero? George That's his Romero. name. Yes. Wow. Today too, but and it, as I say though, it's it's a nice community that we have here, and and it's been a hundred podcasts, and some good news and some not so good news, but it's been an honor listening to you for so long, and I just want to say it's been a pleasure that you accepted me into your little club so I could talk on here. <laughs> Aww. You're all yes. family. Yes, I Aww. second that. You know, We're as a all listener. Family. Yes. 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 As, as a listener of... to all the podcasts, and then you know the the you invited me in, and I was very honored. And I know the first podcast, I was stumbling all over myself, and I think I've think I'm gonna think here and that I've gotten your way a little up bit to better. The most hated person on the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Way to go. It's, My goal. It's amazing. Oh, John, he needs a shirt. I know most hated. I am the most hated <laughs> yeah. person on the Intercot Insider uh, podcast. We may you have to, to change my happen. title from Keeper of Things or Keeper of Stuff. Keeper to, of uh, Stuff. Most yes, hated I, keeper, keeper of, of stuff. stuff. There you go. Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, closing things out. It, it is indeed the internet community of tomorrow. Uh, when we started the podcast in, uh, you know, seven years ago. Who knew it would go this long and hopefully it keeps going for a good long while after this. Uh, who knows? Maybe the podcast will outlive the site itself. You never know. But um, we're grateful uh, for you guys listening. You're grateful for you guys coming to the website. And uh, I'm grateful for all the people over the years that have been, uh, you know, associated um, with the website, um, including... Um, as we mentioned at the open, uh, Carol, Melanie, Gary, Christine, Jeff, Ian, Michael, and of course, Justin, Carolyn, Jason, Cindy, and myself, John. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's been a heck of a ride. And uh, 
like I said, I hope we can keep it going and keep you interested. It was a long one tonight, two hours and 21 minutes. I feel like we just breezed through this stuff, too, and really didn't comment on it as much as we could have. But, you know, that'll come in the uh, coming weeks and months ahead. So anyway, for everybody, I am John. This has been the Intercot Insider Podcast, graciously brought to you by the folks from Magical Journeys and the folks from the Official Ticket Center. And be sure and uh, support all of Intercot's sponsors uh, because they help us keep the magic coming to you. Till next time, bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.